extra, extra, read all about it. Take a gander at Turbuckle Tabloid. Five, four, three, two, one, zero, ignition, liftoff. I love what I do. I love what I do. As in, as in my um. Oh shit! Got that Tom Cruise look, looking like fucking um. Night top Gun. No, no, Top Gun. Mook. Got that Top Gun look going on. You. I love what I do, especially when it comes to uh, my job. Uh, I I love the fact that I um I work with individuals who have no idea what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> like 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 the people, like the patients or the workers. Oh no, the, the workers definitely the employees. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, they're 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 they're. They're the reason why I do what I do for a living. They're almost uh, patients themselves. So. I was actually going to talk to you about your job. Ray Ramundo, yo, what up, boy? I was actually going to talk to you about, your, about your job on the show um, because I was in sociology class today, and we talked about solitary confinement, and we watched a whole clip on solitary confinement mm-hmm. and how, you know, that's basically... How certain vloggers and fucking podcasters should be in it themselves. And how, um, and how like, you know, what you deal with and, like... I'll, I'll talk off the mic. It's a little, a little gross. No, 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 no. It's just quick. Like, I don't know. Like, like what? No, because we saw like clips of like people legit hurting themselves in the cells to make sure that they get they get attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do that. They and do. like, and like, it was just gross. Like, it yeah. was the shit they did. Like, it was like oh bloody like shit on the floor, feces. Right. And all yeah, 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 I, yeah, I throw feces on the door on purpose. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that. And uh, I sat there, and, I, and the first thing I came to my mind, it's like, <laughs> it's like fucking uh, YouTubers who fucking pissed off at Raw. So they throw feces. They throw feces at the, at the they, stage. They threw fit. They threw um lyrical feces. No, you know what he did? He shit in his toy wrestling. Ring. <laughs> <laughs> he shit in the middle of his chest like toy ring. My, it's my bag. It's so, my so, bag. so I was in class and I sat there and I was like, "Wow, yo, Red must be having that shit hard." Just because, like, it, I know solitary confinement is, is like different from like a psychiatric hospital. Yeah, in in but small it's, ways, it's, 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 it's certainly the same ways. thing because we have a thing we have a it's called a quiet room or, or, or a seclusion room, and depending on the severity of, the, of a patient and what they're doing and how they're acting on the units. They have to go in there. We have to lock the door on them. And they right. do shit like that. They'll pee in a the corner. They'll shit in a the corner. They'll rub feces all over their body. I'm, I'm, like I'm going to end the, the conversation with this one question. Mook. I should bring my next week. We should twin next week. Um, I'm a Hall of Famer. What's bitches. it called? Power Twins? Um, Wonder, the, um, the Wonder uh, Twins. The Wonder Twins. Yo, we should like transform. Transform into chicken and chicken and rice. <laughs> I'm a, I'm I'll a, be toilet paper. It's real quick. Do you consider solitary confinement torture? No. 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 Depend, de- it, it, depending on what it is, because you still have to be humane. You still have to feed them. You have to give them access to but they have like bathrooms, but, 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 to I, but I think they're isolated from human world, and like yeah. but it makes, some them, of them, it makes some, them go insane. Some of them need that. I think I well, whatever. We'll talk off the mic about that. <laughs> you know, it's a little you know whatever. But, but um, back to annoying wrestling fan. <laughs> 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 annoying. This week was a was very this this past week since last episode was actually pretty uh, jam packed, man. I didn't ask you. You watched Venom, right? Yes. yes How I did. was it? It wasn't as bad as everybody said it was. I don't think it was that bad. I, 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 well, I don't think it was that bad. It was cool, right? Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was that awful. If you, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything, but like honestly, like it wasn't that bad, right? No, no, I didn't, I didn't think it was that bad. Everybody made it seem as though it was like, oh, the worst. Uh, they compared uh, that to the Catwoman. No, hell no. Catwoman was terrible. Yeah, I know. I heard. 
It's I never watched it. But oh, it's funny I've because uh, my daughter's mother would constantly watch it whenever it was on TV. Ugh. And I never questioned anything, but I would always go, Why is this shit on? I would go, Again? <laughs> you know, Why is this? Like, again? Why is this shit on? Why? But it was good, right? I enjoyed it. I had, I mean, there's certain parts of it that I was like, No, there were a few, there were th- three specific moments that I turned around, I went left and right did this. Yeah. That shit was whack, son. Yeah, yeah, there were certain, there were certain parts. And then, Especially when, like I said, no no spoilers, but especially when they, they, the way that they're trying to make it seem that Venom took over the humor, humor like the humor of the movie, I didn't find him humorous at all. Like I, there was nothing that made me like laugh or anything like that. Um, the only part that I laughed was when he when uh, I'm not gonna say any spoilers. The when when he, he wanted to jump off. Oh, oh, okay. That was it. Yeah, but other than that, it's like I, I mean it was all right. I, I'm not. Gonna, I, I I knew what I was what I was expecting because when I heard a Venom movie and it was going to be PG thirteen, yeah. I was like, mm, nah, that's not going to work. I think it was a good demo for now. We're getting the next one, which is going to be right. really cool. Did you see? The, did it did it include the post credit scene? I got to see one part. I heard there was another one. How is Woody Harrelson in the? In oh, the, I love it. I love it. He's, he's like he's raggedy like, in. He looks like a grown ass Chucky. Right. Exactly. I'm also I'm also uh I, I was also watching a lot of I got into documentaries this week. Ooh, I like documentaries. Yeah, I was getting into some documentaries. I'm also trying to get into I'm trying to find more um wrestling documentaries. I need to find more and get into more of those. But uh, I was watching some documentaries. I wish there was like a sequel to. We the... have we have an eclectic palette here on Turbo Tablet. It's not just wrestling. We okay have... now. Al Bundy. Yes. Thank you to my boy Oski. Got me the fucking Al Bundy that I've been looking for. If you guys don't know Married with Children, then. You're not a human. He's too young for you, bro. Uh, yeah, man. I had to pick it up for my dude today. Uh, I knew he was going to be happy. That's, oh, hell he, yeah. He, he, the second he had to sell that pep, pop announcement, I was in his house. He fucking flipped, bro. He was like, yes. I got to get the, I have to get the, the Polka jersey one. I have to. It's yes. I got to find it, man. Go with him. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome everybody to another episode of Turnbuckle Tabloid. I am your host, Jay the Red Santa. And I am the fat man, Debonair Devastation himself, broke boy, Met Fan Matt. Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Guys, this past week was actually really fucking good. A lot of you guys started handing us up on Instagram and on Facebook. Much I, I guess, love. Dude. I guess it was that big uh, Brian XL interview that you guys were watching. Thanks for you guys for, for joining. And please join more in the masses. Check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on the Like and Group page on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram at Turnbuckle Tabloid. Check us out on Twitter at Turnbuckle Tab. Also, check us out on YouTube at TRSS Turnbuckle Tabloid, as well as on Anchor. And be sure you also check us out on all social media outlets, spectrums of podcasting. Uh, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spreaker, wherever you get podcasting, that's where you can find us at Turnbuckle Tabloid. We're here to stay. Cling. We're consistent. Woo! Also, make sure you check us out, of course, at our peoples at RageWorks.net. Yes. RageWorks.net, people. Why go anywhere else? Why be anywhere else when you could get everything under one umbrella? Comic-Con was here this week. They were doing coverage on that. We also have comic books, TV shows, movies, wrestling, Pop culture, call me when it's over. The regular season sports cast, Turnbuckle Tabloid, of course, Varying Issue, Toys and Text, and as well as Black is the New Black. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Josie's boy for his event coming up this Saturday. That's right, our guy. I'm telling you, this Saturday, tickets are still available. Check him out on his page, Josie's boy. Good looking, uh, man. Uh, chapter he, three. Yes, the, the third chapter. And I'm going to be involved in that as well in, in, in some, ma- in some uh, magnitude. He's actually. a pain on your nipple. Uh, I was actually looking for more of my chest area. I like that. I'm a fan. I wanted to put like a a a, a, a Mount Rushmore of of Ooh, porn stars. I like that. I want to. You see. better put Sarah J in there. 
No, I wanted the guy. I wanted like Peter oh, North, you wanted, Lexington Steel. Oh, you wanted um J- Jordy. Jo- There's a guy named Jordy. Yeah, the fact that you know his name is quite it questions me. It's man. not a mook. It's just every time I watch a video that of, of some specific girl, the guy's name's on the page. I never. Ne- yo, I'm so like out of the loop. Of I only know a handful of 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 porn stars. I used to know. When I was younger, I was like, please. It was like a, a revolving I know my door. females. I just, I know that guy because every time I watch this, a specific female, a guy, the same guy's in it for some reason. I don't know why he's always there. It's weird. And I only know a lot of, like, a lot of them because of Howard Stern. When we listen, when we watch Howard Stern, you'll see Yo. them all come up in there. But, um, other than that, like, mm. I have a question, man. Sure. Did you, invo- did you enjoy my unboxing this week? Your unboxing was sensual. Was it? It was very, it, <laughs> it was very personal. I, it was on my bed. It was like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I thought he was going to get nude. I almost did. And like, it's like, is that a ball? I like a left ball sack is coming out. Since you love being in shorts, it's like almost a I, ball. I wear shorts every day, man. Yeah. I'm you, shorts you are white. You are white. Well, you know. You are a in white In the flesh. Kid. I'm pale as fuck. No, but definitely, you are a white kid. My son's wearing the Hall of Fame ring. I, y- y'all jealous on some on some. On some I got mine at home. That shit, shit is nice, man. Right? Yo, you really need like... like Fucking sausage fingers to put this shit on. I, I is, is they that, tried making a one size fit all. Yeah, but I have doll hands, so I have fucking sausage fingers. So as as meaty as I may look to you guys, like I, I'm, I have no son. I'm so tired heavy. of you saying that, man. No, but I'm saying I, no, I, you keep saying yourself is chubby. You lost mad weight, boy. I know, but I'm saying I'm still like. Let me tell you something. Look at you, son. I was at. I'll, a, I'll do you right here on Facebook Live, son. Oh shit, we might. Oh, turn the lights down low. Where's Crew Game Monster? He's uh, oh, he's on vacation. He's getting his ass reamed right now. He's somebody's, in Puerto Rico. Somebody's licking his ass in Puerto Rico right now. <laughs> oh, hey, well. Turn the lights down low. <laughs> um, no, no, no. It's funny because I, I had a training today, and I was probably like one of the most intimidating looking guys in there because people we, we had to do like hands on training, and people didn't want to do anything with me because it was like they saw me like being just like this broad kind of guy. Damn, son. Yeah, like meaty and shit. And I'm like, ladies, I'm single. <laughs> you said that. No, I'm taking it now. Ladies, I'm single. Ladies, I'm single. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. So, no, I like I I have fucking puppet hands. Look at this shit. Look, you look that should look fly, boy. My little shit I, hands. I, just do this. See if it falls off. It it, it almost did. It I almost dangled. It almost did. It almost yeah. on your drink. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'd have been really Ric Flair. Yeah. Let me tell you something. You out of Hall of Famer unless you're. Hall of Fame ring falls in your liquor. Do you think Ric Flair ever dr- put his Hall of Fame ring on the drink, then downed it, and then spit his ring out? I think he finger fucked somebody with his fucking Hall of Fame ring. Oh, wow. Yeah, all I right. Think he, I think he's done that. God bless, boy. God bless. Um, so how about you? What else were you doing this week besides training, man? I was just fucking work. And then, um, like I said, we just got into um, uh, WWE 2K19 came out. Yes, sir. Full review, most likely, I'm looking at next week. Uh, because no, no. No? No. Why? I want to give it time. I want to do the whole career mode. Okay, but not, so not, 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 not the whole one. I want to do like at least enough for me to give a review because right now, honestly, I can't give you enough. Right I'm now. watching. I, I'm watching and Josie's school, boy. School right now is kind of like I'm watching yeah. Josie's boy play um the career mode. I was thoroughly entertained. Matt Brock. I'm Matt Brock. It's yeah, fun, Matt man. Brock. Yeah. I, I, yo, I literally have Venom's eyes and mouth on my front singlet. On my back's the symbiote. Um, oh, you symbol. have a singlet. Yeah. All right now. Yeah. I have um. I, I'm playing the showcase mode with Daniel Bryan. I need to start that. Yeah, cool. I gotta change the set, the, the submission settings. I gotta change that. You don't like the circle thing? No, I'm not into that. I'm not into that. I'm, uh, that's like UFC sort. Uh, UFC's I game can't, sort. Of thing. I can't. I can't. I can't. UFC's submission mode sucks. Anyway, well, anyway yeah, I forgot about true, that. But I can't. I, I can't. always tap out when I'm in submission in UFC. And there's a there's a certain um there's a certain part of the showcase mode where submission is important since he does the it's yes submission lot. map probably. Right? Yeah. No, it's one of the oh, and, one of the one of the 
key things to tap out. Make yeah, tap out, and it's right? like, fuck! Right. One match I did that shit and I almost lost my shit. Oh man, the, the, the rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, and I and I was like, oh my god, what the fuck, yo? So the we'll be talking. I'm 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 looking at uh, depending on what kind of mook status he's. Hopefully, we don't do it in December. Let's <laughs> Son, give me, give me give me two weeks. Give me two weeks. Yeah, you gotta you gotta crunch up on that. Actually, no. Huh? Yeah, I do. I yeah, do. Yeah, give yeah. me a, give me a week, man. Stop pop. I tell you, stop pop hunting, bro. But I haven't pop hunted in like a week. <laughs> I don't know, B. You seem like you've been pop. Well, I bought your. <laughs> I, like, I haven't done heroin in two days. I, yo, crack. <laughs> Crack. <laughs> I haven't been cracking two weeks. Nah, but um, did I did I talk to Matt? Maddie, come on, man. What is it? Oh, oh. He, uh, he, oh, he shot in you off or something? I guess. Um, I, geez, head, he's asking for the ass, and you should let him know. Uh, <laughs> Isaac, he's not ready yet. I'm not, you I'm, gotta get him lubed up first. You gotta you gotta get him sauced up. Absolutely. Man. He likes he, he likes a certain drink. <laughs> we were at House of matter of fact, we didn't talk. We were at House of Glory this past week. Uh, we were at Extreme Warfare. Oh, right. Quick story. Okay. Boom. I'm going to do like Josie's boy. Boom. Check it out. Call me when it's over. All right. So, we're at, we're at House of Glory, right? Had a good time. We was out there with the crew. Josie's boy showed up. Maddie was there fine. He came up. I didn't think he was going to show up. I came late. What, you, right. Wait, you thought it wasn't coming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you were talking about that. Oh, I should to do. Um, I'm kind of queer when it comes to certain things. Anyway, so. um, I got out of school. What, boy? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> No, and you th- and you, no, you trooped it no, up. No, you're too. an ass. Yo, Rob, what up, bud? You're an ass because you told me there was no way we could have met up. So I took, I went to the bus and then I was like, yo, where are you at? Yo, we still home, son. I'm like, motherfucker, I could have came to you. That wasn't my fault, though. Supposed to shooting important. He will talk to you about it off air, I guess. Oh, yeah. Well, I told you about that. Okay, so, um, what you call it? Um, go ahead, continue your story. So, story time of right. Boom. We were there, right? All right, so bust it. You always do that. Yeah. Boom. Bust it. So we're there, right? Uh, super producer Sally wasn't there. She sad was. Uh, that's that's what um sad face. That's why she, uh, that's why it took us so long. Right. So we get there, right? Of course, I was already uh, lubricated. Of course. Got on the line. Fans are out there. The Listen, le- listeners. Shout out to all you guys who shouted us out on the line, man. You guys were fucking dope. I wasn't there, but awesome. Yeah, you guys were fucking dope. Y'all showed us mad love. And um, we get there, right? Get inside, find our seats. Takes us only maybe about a match or two before I say, "Hey, I'm not sitting here." I'm going to the bar. <laughs> Where did you sit? Well, we were sitting. Well, when you came in, no, yeah, when you came in, where we were sitting oh, at, by, said, the, by the ramp. Oh yeah, yeah. You said not of that. You went to the bar. Yeah, the no, show. no. We stood there for a little minute, and it's like, boom, fuck this. We're going to the bar. So by the bar the whole night. Absolutely. Now, shout out to House of Glory. This has nothing to do with HOG. This has nothing to do with them. This has to do with Amazura themselves, the NYC Arena. This has to do with oh, them themselves. Oh, the bar situation. Okay, so we're at the bar, right? Mind you, I'm buying beers, buying shots. And but queers. I'm buying beers, three beers queer. So, buying beers, buying shots, buying water. Buying water. I'm buying bottled water. How much money do you think you spent? I spent, I, I, I know what I spent. I spent 140 something dollars at the bar that night. 140 something dollars. Fuck out of here. Enjoyed the night. And mind you, we, I, I wasn't even drinking. I think I had one Corona. And the rest was Bud Lights. And I had a great night just on Bud Lights. It was you were fun. Good. It was fun, right? I, I wasn't like the last time. Yeah, you were good. Oh, yeah. last time was um. So you take the L train. Uh, I almost did it to Josie's boy the other night too. I know. Yo, yeah. what's good with you, son? I don't know what it is with the train. You love MTA when you're I drunk. Guess. Yeah, you love it. <laughs> you, have a, you have a found love for MTA when you're drunk. I guess. So like you take the the choo choo train trolley to Clancy. Like, yeah, it was it was weird. So boom, come to the end of the night. Main events coming on. I know it's time for us to go. So it says, uh, because if you're a responsible drinker, what you do when you drink is make sure you drink water. Stay hydrated, and it helps that you don't get um, hangovers. Right, of course. So 
I said, excuse me, uh, can I get a cup of water? Mind you, I'm doing this because I can shake off. I want, I want people to see the ring. Uh, <laughs> boom. Here's my ring. Uh... Oh, shit. Oh, so, shit. Blink, I was, was going to tell you to put bootios up. So I, I asked for a cup of water. What? Sorry. And um, $2, Rob, right? $2 for a fucking cup of water. Fuck that. $2. Son. I said, wait a minute. Hold on. We're not talking about the bottle. We're talking about a little shot cup of water. <laughs> like, come on, son. So, wait a minute. I told and I and, and I told the bartender. I said, first of all, you guys don't give a fucking buyback here. Now, a buyback is when you buy enough drinks where the bartenders actually acknowledge that you've been spending money over a hundred dollars. Yeah, and they give you they give you drinks for free. When we go to Elks Lodge, the bartenders there is utterly amazing. This guy's too cool. He has two glasses on. Um, I'm too white for you. When when we go to Elks, bartender loves to give us um extra drinks because we're spending money. Fact, fact. I tell you, you don't even do buybacks here. <laughs> and now you're gonna charge me two fucking dollars for a cup of water? Chocolate City. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Yo, he went off on her son. He was like, he was like, no way. Yo, he she was so embarrassed because I was like, like, you gotta be fucking kidding me two fucking dollars for and then the other little spanish girl was like yeah man fuck you get the fuck out of here and i just walked away somebody gave me water and i was like thank you and i and i even saw i said i hope you didn't pay for this can you imagine three three dollars for a bottle of water you gave me a cup of water with ice for two fucking dollars yo rob yo rob rob is going crazy laughing right now yo that shit was old i was like nah y'all is wild about yo ray goes par carajo no, the verdad, yo, go to hell for real. That, <laughs> that shit was crazy. They said that, right? Yeah, pacarao, yeah. Hey. Yo, that shit was OD. I was like, nah, yo, on some real shit. Y'all got to get y'all shit in order for real, man. Yo, for yo, real. Four hours. Exactly. Four hours, man. Yo, after paying that much money, they can't give you a little water, son. Come on, man. And you, it's not like you but didn't see me. But that's basic. But that's basic. We were at the bar the whole fucking night, dude. But that's basic bar etiquette, though. Buy buybacks are like there's a thing. Like you're like that's. A, you I know? tell you, we go to Elks. I swear to you, guys, they buy back OD, right? Hell yeah, my homeboy loves to show. No, he was like, yo, it's on the house. Shots. One night I was there. We were we Maybe were there for I, we trained. were there for an ICW event. I was there chilling. No, that whole night I could have gotten lit just on buybacks alone. That's how, cause he, the guy knew me from, from when I go to HOG. Yeah. He blessed. Yo, it was so awesome. But for you motherfuckers at, um, NYC Arena, Amazon, like I said, has nothing to do with House of Glory. That House of Glory has nothing to do the with club, that. the but club. But the club itself, fuck you. What the <laughs> for water? Fuck you. And I bought a fucking hot dog. That shit wasn't even fucking cooked. I think I got salmonella from that shit. <laughs> it was cold. What? That shit was terrible. <laughs> and you still ate it? Yeah. Fucking hungry. Mm. If I win Lotto, I'm gonna make the best venue ever in the middle of Brooklyn and Queens. Yeah. So listen, whatever. So guys, when we come back, uh, we're gonna have once again cutting a promo this week. What's your thoughts about what uh, do wrestling fans, vloggers, podcasters, media, media streamers, even post people who post on on social media? Do they ruin wrestling? Is it ruining wrestling? After what Oski just put me on before the mics went hot, I'm actually kind of. I'm not, I'm not ashamed, but I'm confused You're about offended. Yeah, I'm kind of weirded out about it. But, guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We'll be back. And big interview, like I said this week. Brian XL, House of Glory Zone, El Jefe, the mano a mano, the big boss. He stops and talks about upcoming stuff and more other things. So, guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We will return. Yep. We'll return with TRSS and 
angry dude behind a microphone. Yeah, there's nothing more than I like busting skulls, getting in the ring, getting blood dripped over my body, hitting somebody over here with a two by four, possibly a chair or a table or maybe a father's baby, whatever works that night. But for me, there's nothing more better than having a good breakfast. Hi, I'm Dean Ambrose. If you're a private person that enjoys bacon, waffles, eggs, whatever works at breakfast, cereal, motor oil, even gasoline, well, that's usually my breakfast each day, then you'll enjoy what I'm going to bring out to the public these days. I've done some joint associations with different companies, but this one is one that brings me close to home because I enjoy breakfast like the next person. I am the man who is pushing Jimmy Dean Ambrose Sausage. That's right, Jimmy Dean Ambrose Sausage. If you like your sausage a little bit raw, a little bit rare, mostly raw, not frozen, but when you cut into it, blood comes out of it because that's the Dean Ambrose style, then you're going to love this sausage, Jimmy Dean Sausage. I've dealt with a fair share of avenues in which I had to deal with feeding my hunger, like going into the ring that had barbed wire wrapped around it and wrestling a guy who was in a strap-on with uh, jingle bells all across his body and hitting him over the head with light bulbs and then biting his penis with my teeth because I didn't... I I was able to grow teeth in later on because I lost it early on, like a couple of months later. But there's nothing that feeds my hunger more than Jimmy Dean Ambrose Sausage. These things are delicious. It has the right blend of what you need for when you're getting into the day of early morning fun and brutality. I got to tell you, you could get it in sausage links. You could get it in patties. It's all fun. I got to say, it's delicious. When I bit into my first Jimmy Dean Ambrose Sausage, I almost lost my mind and hit my wife Renee Young over the head with a chair for how good this was. This was so delicious. It, it was insane. I, 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 I kid you not. When I opened up the patty and I saw that it was the right amount of blood spewing out of it, it reminded me of my old days of CCW when I was out there tearing it up with all those guys. And I miss, I, I miss that days. I, I hate the fact that I'm in WWE these days and pushed back to some lame ass fucking guy who does bullshit ring rope moves for a comeback signature. But in any case, maybe what I got to tell you right now is that you got to get into it. You got to enjoy it. Jimmy Dean Ambrose sausage is delicious. It's for you. It's for the family. Maybe not the family because your two year old might get disgusted. It might cry once they cut into the sausage and find out that it's like pig's blood that's coming out of it. But anybody else over two, they're going to love it. Jimmy Dean sausage. It is delicious with the Ambrose name stamped right onto it. Matter of fact, it's nailed onto it right on the head. Jimmy Dean Ambrose sausage. Um, I got to go right now because I got to do some rehab. And uh, my wife is calling me because she's telling me how much she misses me. And I, I miss her too. Jimmy Dean Ambrose sausage. Get it now. Eat it. I'm going to eat it right now while I'm taking this chainsaw and buzzing it across my face. So you guys Enjoy it, Jimmy Dean Sausage. WWE's Jimmy Dean Ambrose Sausage, the sausage that bites you back until blood spews out of your tongue, the Dean Ambrose way.
This commercial is brought to you by Turbuckle Tabloid. This is the world champion of House of Glory and the crown jewel champion, Anthony Gangone, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Turnbuckle Tabloid is back with Jay Santee and Mr. Young, White, and Privileged. Turnbuckle Tabloids cutting a promo. I, 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 I gotta ask you guys, and as a matter of fact, I was telling Oski this, we need to start a fucking army. We really do. Yes, we are. And the army that we have, that the name that we come this up with. This guy should with, be in it. That we need this, the, the name that I'm looking forward to is, we wanna call the army the Turnbuckle Tards. Absolutely. The and, Tabloid uh, Tards. We need to have an army of individuals who support Turnbuckle Tabloid, show who love. out there show love, but also, who go on web pages, go on, on social media outlets, show love to the show, but also really just lambast and go off on individuals who are so fucking negative when it comes to wrestling. There's a reason why you love wrestling. You have to like it somehow. Yeah, there's a reason why you love this fucking shit. Yeah, man, exactly. Uh, there has to be some positive to it. And if all you think is negative, maybe this isn't the right play, um, sport for you, man. Well, sports entertainment Sorry, for you. Yeah, sports entertainment. I mean, honestly, so I'm pretty sure somebody's just shot outside. So, <laughs> so um, Olski brought to my attention this week. This is a, this is Olski segment. Olski wanted to brought to my attention the cutting the program. So, what 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 was it that you had in mind when cutting the promo this week? So this week, uh, my brother shout out to AJ. Uh, he uh, he showed me a video. It's very that, Triple H of you, uh, very, uh AJ. Uh, <laughs> so he uh, showed me a video a couple of days ago, uh, and. Uh, <laughs> It was about some guy. I don't know if Red's if Red's down to give him any media, whatever. Right now, I'm going to say this guy. Um, I, I can't because he's kind of associated with somebody, and plus, I don't really want to oh, give that right. much love. But yeah, I guess that makes uh, sense. But whatever. And, any, but, and probably on a later date, I'll. We're do trying it. to make business, guys. So um, some dude uh, goes on YouTube and makes a review about Monday Night Raw. And while I'm watching this, my brother's looking at me, going, "He's laughing." I'm like. This is not funny. I'm like, this is disturbing. I'm like, the fact, the fact of the matter is, we'll talk about it. Wrestling rundown. This week's Raw, me and we, we, me and Red watched it together, and we could clearly, we could, we could, we could, we could very much tell you, it was good. It was decent. Like after the, weeks and after weeks, weeks of, of pining for a good fucking show, we, we got act- a good Raw. This guy, everything was an issue. Everything was a problem. Me and Red were, just, were listening to it previously, like before the mics went hot. There was not one positive word that came out of his mouth. He- this has to be the worst Raw in the history of Raw. It was undoubtedly the fucking worst that yeah. I have ever heard. And, and I'm like, damn, son, tell me how you really feel. Shit. And then, and then he, met, he broke the Yankees Fuck. losing, and we were like, now we know why. We get it. He now, was now we know why. 14 to 1. Actually, it ended up being 16 to 1 that night. Motherfucker! Fuck the Yankees! By the way, House of Glory was totally hilarious. It was, yo. My son was chanting the Yankee. Yo, Yankee fan. Yo, you a Yankee fan? You fucking suck. <laughs> you guys are losing. I think he so, went up to Rob Black and he was like, "Hey, I got to ask you something, son. You a Yankee fan? Yankee fan? He goes, "Yeah, but of course. They fucking go. suck. He goes, come here. They fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> and he started laughing. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> he go, you're like, and he gave me a look like, like and he gave that look like if someone fought him but you didn't know who it was. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> yo, he goes, come here. They fucking suck. 
So, so like, I was thinking about the cutting a promo this week, and I literally thought to myself, I was like, is 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 enough ever enough for people? Like, do we ever get the end result that we always crave? Like, you and me always have been we've been craving a good raw for so long. We finally mm. get it. Do we have the right to complain? I'm not, I'm not gonna sit there and say that we. It was like, oh my god, the best fucking raw ever. No, it was so but good it that was, I, there was. I fucking came on my own face. It was like were, that. The, but it, it was good. But, but there were many positives. To yeah, it. there was a lot of positives. And um, it comes to my point where it's like, after years, after months of complaining for a good show, you finally get it, and you still find reasons to complain. It's like, it's like WWE looks at us now and goes, "Do we ever give you a good product?" Like it, it, it's it's annoying, and it, I feel like it also ruins wrestling to the fact that it's like we finally get a halfway decent show, and they still bash it in a way where it's like now it's not even fun anymore, man. I'm the first one to admit Raw always sucks. Tell me now, wrestling run now. Who's the Raw hater? Oh, you me. are, of course. Me, the, the the leader of the turnbuckle tards is the biggest jaded fucking Raw hater. Exactly, like. but but am I gonna complain about everything and make W and make wrestling hated? Hell no. Ray, what are your thoughts on this shit, man? Listen, like I said, I'm probably one of the most jaded wrestling fans who does. But you a know podcast. when good you know when good is of good. Of course. Man. Listen. And the reason why I say this is because I go to wrestling shows. Of course. And I'm the biggest donkey in the fucking room. I'm a jackass. People I, always remember you. I know it. But you see, you, you heard what you just said? Yeah. People remember me. Do you know why people remember me? Do you know why I do it? First of all, I'm so fucking loathing for self-love and fucking attention <laughs> I'm so that I need that. I need attention. I need that. Daddy left me when I was a baby. <laughs> Give me fucking strength. Give me a hug. No, but not only that. Um, Even before we did the podcasting thing, it's about your job is to entertain me. Right. Your job is to put on a match. A show. And Cody Rhodes, um, uh, uh, Matt Stryker. And there's even wrestlers that we've had conversations personally who said there's always going to be comedians even said it. There's always going to be hecklers because if you're not entertaining, you're not doing your job. Of course. So if you go out there and you give a shit match, the fans are going to let you know. It's not like a movie or or a play where they'll go, boo. No, they're (laughs) going to give you shit. Right. People take this very seriously. How many matches have we've gone to and we saw the match and rather than heckle, we actually paid attention to the match and we gave approval to? Many. Many. That's but there's job. those times. <laughs> and how many times have we've gone into a match and we've seen a match and where we went to go give somebody shit and then they aren't, turned out being a good match? Happened recently. Yeah, right? So my thought is there's certain instances where I go out there and I do what I have to do. Now it goes to the next level of me being a fan where – I have to leave an impression. We have to leave an impression. Why? Because we have a product. Yes. So every time we make a funny line. We promote the show. Or we heckle. Or we, we, we make a comment about something, whether good or bad. Do you like what we're doing here? Listen to our show. Always for the show. Cheap pop. Listen to our show. Here's a, here's a card. Right. This is what we do. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on everything. That's our, that's our self-loathing. But then there's another thing when you go on social media. You go on YouTube. You go on to Twitter. You go to wherever the fuck you go to. And the first thing that comes out of your mouth is negativity. When I first started doing Turnbroker Tablet back in 2012, right? it wasn't about bashing wrestling. It was about reporting wrestling. Hey, you know what's funny? Get Check this out, guys. Between you and I, as stupid as it may be and as, as jokey and, and gimmicky as this show is and as goofy as we are, we're fucking media. 
We are media. Yeah, we are media. Our stuff is being recorded and pushed out to the masses. We're fucking media. Absolutely. We're opinionated, but we also drop facts that we can because we do research. We're fucking media. Mm -hmm. So when we're out there doing what we're doing, it makes an effect. It's a ripple. Yes. Even for the hokiest fucking fan that we we just met, right? To long long listeners who's been around, like the Rays, the Marks, the the, the Isaacs, the the guys who loved us, or liked us, maybe hear us one, every week, who know us from day one, they go and they listen to us because they, they like, like they what they we trust do, our opinions. and they trust our opinions, and they like what we do. Some of you guys, this douche, <laughs> yeah, this this fucking douche. Why? But it it goes across the board because it goes for everything. Not only in wrestling, it goes for everything. Right. This day and age, everything is about hating something. And everything is like people think that the key to success is negativity. Yes. And it is. Uh, is it? Is it your? Is it your demo? Is it your age that that's about that, or do you think that it's just been like that all the time? I think it's becoming that with every age group. I feel like people are starting. To, people are start, I think people sit down and really write down a list of things that they think are ways to become successful. And on that list, it has to be, you know, I'm going to bash this shit. Like, I'm just going to bash it. And people are going to give me negative. Uh, people think, you know how we always say a good uh, any reaction is a good reaction in wrestling? Right. People think in media that any reaction is good reaction to their media. Right. So if a show is great, for instance, like, like let's, let's just say this week's Raw was, was, was good, right? He could, he, he could, he could think it's good, but when he, when he when he ships out his opinion to the masses, he wants something so controversial. Exactly that people that's turn their the, heads like the we're turning our heads right now. That's the word. It's controversial. I had a conversation with a with a certain individual, right? Ah, fuck. <laughs> you bumped your head. Yeah, I, I banged my <laughs> wrist. Um, I had a conversation with a certain individual, and a certain individual is, is 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 very keen on what's going on in wrestling. And I had a I had a conversation with this with this person about a particular wrestler. Right. And, and there's no, there's no malice to what I'm saying about the wrestler. There's no hate or animosity. It's because when I watch this wrestler, I'd say this person has really digressed in becoming probably harmful or hurtful to themselves or the person they're in the ring with. Dangerous. Dangerous. And I think that maybe changing the style, maybe the, whatever. This is the conversation. But that's not being negative. That's no, no, no. But this is what happened. The thought was, when speaking to an individual, they said, you already have a predetermined thought about this person. Right. So as soon as this person goes into the ring, you're already judging them. You're watching everything. You're meticulous. You're looking at things piece by piece. Oh, they missed that. They missed that punch. They missed that elbow. True. They, they, um, wow, they almost landed on their own head. They almost dropped that person in their head. They're really, they're, they're really coming off. Uh, well, let's just say they're, they look like a piece of garbage in the middle of the ring. Right. And I had to step back and look at it, and I said, "Maybe, maybe I am, maybe I'm not." Right. This is what these these individuals are riding off of now. They already have been riding the wave of how Raw had been bad for so long right. that they're already going to every show saying, "Oh, this show's gonna fucking suck." Right. So don't fucking watch it. So don't watch the product, man. If you're walking in with negative eyes, maybe this isn't the show to watch, man. I'm not a fan of ultraviolet wrestling. I'm not. Hate it. You hate it. I can't stand it. It's not wrestling to me. It's not wrestling. It's not. It's it's, it's a glorified way to beat that shit about it and draw blood. Right. Some people are into it. See, but like, I have yet to watch an ultraviolet match like besides it. besides like the Mick Foley's, the, the Terry Funk matches, which had stories with it. I have yet. To, I'm over here like promoting Sutter. <laughs> no promotion there. 
I have yet to find an ultraviolet match that I really enjoy. My favorite was the backyard wrestling on YouTube we used to we watch. I'm kidding, that shit sucks. <laughs> Eight. No, but honestly, like I go into that I go into those predetermined and until I find one that I say, you know, I like, I'll get into but it. But do you walk in, in with an open mindset going, you know what? I try to. Yeah, I really do. I try to. We people used to be like that about women's wrestling. The divas the divas fucking up. There's a person that like who watches our show and who actually is a pretty active member of the show that hates women's wrestling. Right. So whenever, whenever, whenever a women's wrestling match is on, they don't even try. I'm done. Block it out. Remember, we used to always say that's the pee break. It, right. We used to go take a shit. Pee break. Never give it a chance. And now it's like, no, now you got some, some, some female that's on the, on I think the, the woman did great segments on Raw this week. Exactly. And Becky Lynch and Charlotte, the, the their fucking thing, yo, it's good. It's good. I again. thought it was a great, that was, that was a great match, but we'll get into that later, but even the Bella shit. I even like the, the storytelling um, with the Liv Morgan and Brie Bella shit. I'm pretty sure the person we're talking about wished the Bella's death <laughs> <laughs> or something. He wished someone to die. AIDS. <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> can, can you get ass or AIDS? Can you just, just in the ass. Yeah. Just AIDS, just in, the AIDS ass. in the ass. Not the whole body. You just don't just die. You just, just get ass, ass AIDS. AIDS. Your ass dies. You keep living, but your ass just You can't dies. shit no more. <laughs> it closes up. You close your asshole. So, no. uh when you get you get vloggers, you get these these these, these podcasters, you get all the, everything's so fucking negative. Yeah, man, so bad, it's, it's so horrible right. that I mean, and and you're you're an individual that you'll you'll sit there and you'll even come to me and sometimes go, oh come on, Red, you, you come on, you 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 bugging right now, right? And even even I come to you sometimes like a man, you come. You, really, you really think that shit was that good? Right. There there are moments like that, but yeah. that's not a thing where it's like guaranteed like this is gonna suck like people like the person we watched it's like they don't walk in with a hope of of your favorite sport to be good that night right like you would be every like as much as we bash the product what do you and me do every single time we, we watch a WWE program we hope it's good yeah you always hope it's good we always we always hope we're like okay you know what like i hope it's a good show tonight i, I really want them to succeed i'm hoping good things tonight people like him go Okay, I really want it to be bad so I can go off on my episode this week. This had to be the worst Raw I have ever seen. All right, fucking wrestling Rush Limbaugh. Shut Yo, the fuck he up. He went off like he was like. Shut the. I swear, I so want to say something. I really, I swear, I really do. But I can't. I, and, and, and it's not me censoring myself. It's, it's the fact that, A, like I said, I don't want to give this person too much promotion already because. And even Oski said to me, he says, you know, maybe if you, you, you say his name over the case, maybe it, it'll, um, it's in a negative light. But that's feeding into it. Agreed, I don't want to do that. I don't want to feed into it. All right, then we'll yeah, I don't want to feed into the negativity, but because we do it here anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> but not only that, it's it's still a thing to where it's contradictory because you're gonna go watch it to hear his negativity. Right. Find it on your own. I know I ain't. Yeah, yeah. It's listen, man. But at least at least you were conscious enough to say, "Wow, this guy's a fucking asshole." Well, one of the points he made, he was like, "Who the fuck cares about DX?" DX this, DX that. He goes, you motherfuckers. And he's like yelling at us for liking it. Yeah, right? Like he was like basically bashing us for liking it. Yeah, he's the basically product. saying that you're a fucking douchebag for liking this. Yeah. But uh, yeah, at the end of the day, somewhere somewhere in his house, he got a fucking shrine to Sean and his hair fucking coming. Uh, he, you know, he has the DX lights up his ass. Yeah, and he's, uh, he, he popped when the shit went off. Like, oh my God, I got to fucking cross track one more time. <laughs> it's so fucking <laughs> urinating. It's, oh, it's but, 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 but before we close the segment out, Hearing him does hearing him speak about Raw. If you did not watch Raw this week, does that like if you didn't watch Raw this week and you watched his review specifically and you heard what he had to say, 
Does that turn you off of wrestling? It's, no, it, it turns me off to podcasters. It, it turns it, me off to media. Vloggers. It turns me off to people like that. It turns that. me off to media. Because even when I go, I, you know, we're, we're part of a lot of, like, a lot of wrestling groups. A and, lot. <laughs> and I, I, I can't stand Oski sometimes because he fucking gets me involved in certain conversations. I have to. And when he goes to this, this negativity and all the That's time. That's for the show though. And all the times I'm sitting there going like, you know, I want to just share my opinion for the show. Right. But it's like, oh, you keep fucking pulling me back in, motherfucker. Like shit. Who me? Yeah, because you put me Do in you want these me to stop? No, 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 no. Of course not. You like that though. I do, but it's like, oh my you, god. So you're telling me that you It fuels my fire. So you're telling me that you regret having the conversation with the wrestling is safe guy? Oh no, he's in the Hall of Fame. There you go, yeah. exactly. So he should first, hit us up. To he's be the a first turnbuckle turd. Hall of Famer. He should be. He should be a, a, a turnbuckle turd. He really should. Tard. Sorry. No, he's a turd. He's I, a turnbuckle like, turd. Like turd. No, he's a turnbuckle turd. Those are the dickheads. Yeah, those tards are, are, are the fans. That's the homeboys. Are, that's the army. I, we got to make a shirt of that turnbuckle yeah, tards. tards. Um, I give them shirts. But honestly, I really think that wrestling fans, true, true wrestling fan, true, true purist, not WWE fans, not WWE, true, true purist of wrestling fans appreciate. The product. You don't have to like everything. You don't have to love everything. Like, I don't love every episode of whatever fucking show I'm watching. Like, I'm watching Ink Masters and I'll sit there and I'm like, oh my God, uh, I, I this can't. This tattoo sucks. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, 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 but at the end, you're watching it. And if, oh, if you have to sit there and, and, and I learned this from Rich, if the job that you're doing becomes a chore, don't do you it. shouldn't be doing it. And it seemed like that guy, he it's was a chore. a chore. We sit there, we joke, we said, oh my God, I only watch Raw because I have to, but we watch it because we love wrestling. I, and like yeah, you said, listen, we, we, we hope, hope every episode. It's we a good hope one. everything. So, but guys, what are your thoughts? What are your opinions? Is fucking wrestling being killed by fans? Um, I think not, but I also think that there's another wave of negativity that's going to come and it's, it's going to be in a different light. It's going to be in a different wave and us being wrestling fans have to find a way to diffuse them early because even homeboy was sitting there going, so what are you gonna tell me? You're gonna find a shining light to find to figure out that there's actually good points of this? And you're gonna shine Yeah. That's what I do as a viewer. That's what I do as media. That's what I do as a fan. Yep. I wanna change your opinion on something. Or maybe not change your opinion. Give you my opinion. Give of you it. enlighten you on my opinion. And maybe you'll think about it. Maybe, but yeah, of course. By the way, just for that fucking video, guy, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> when we come back, big interview, like I said, House of Glory's own Brian XL, the man, the myth, the legend, the, the half and half of him, sat down with us, discussed things. We had him two times prior. We have the third time now. We had him in the progression of the starting of, of what became of Brian XL. The, 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 the second interview was the progression of House of Glory or where it's going. Now we have the mogul and what is the thought of the future and his actually, he was very keen and insightful about what's his thoughts about awesome, man. wrestlers who, uh, who leave the nest. Which is very interesting. That I is want... a very in- 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 emotional topic. Yeah, that was very good, and he 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 spilled the beans for everybody. So, guys, uh, I I'm 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 hoping you guys are intrigued. Are you intrigued? Do you like this? Do you like this? Don't go anywhere, guys. Stick around. We will return. You. As he says, we'll be back with Turnbuckle Tabloid with these two books. The really big deal, Brian Burgundy, and you're listening to the number one podcast in the world, and that turnbuckle tabloid. 
you on live? Oh, we on live, bro. We on Facebook already, bro. We gooch. We said. We said. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the man has entered the building. He's a friend of mine. We've been we 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 go back like wave caps. Where 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 dreams are made and fantasies are fulfilled in the New York City and Eastern Seaboard, House of Glory has been making it for years. I gotta say, honestly, when this start when House of Glory started, and I always tell people I was there day one when there was thirty five people in 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 the arena in the handball courts, and um, good beginning. You had guys like you had guys like Ricky Reyes, uh, Dan Moff came out. A lot of guys that you came up with. In, yeah. in, in wrestling. Not many people know that Mr. XL was actually a wrestler at one time. Yeah. Not the mogul that he is now. Nah. That he started off as a wrestler. So you guys Absolutely. came in. And um, I, to be honest, I thought you was a fucking asshole when I first met you. Yeah, everybody thinks that. They still think that. They look at me like, this guy's a prick. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because, you know, I, I, I try to come in with the whole understanding of how you guys... Your execution in the back, you shake each other, you know, shaking hands, you introduce, you yeah. know, you get all that stuff. So I try to do that cordial kind of thing. Your mind was somewhere else, and it's like, yo, um, who's going out first? Yo, yo, what the fuck is taking too long? <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Well, I, like, I didn't curse though. Let's no, no, you didn't curse. Right, you didn't curse. Right, right, right. I just wanted to add it for, yeah, for, yeah, for, for a fact. But I definitely <laughs> party acting like that. It's crazy because, uh, I remember when we first started running shows, Red was telling me I had to slow down. Where I was like, you, you, like, too aggressive. You know what I'm saying? People are getting, like, nervous when they come into the locker room, the wrestlers and stuff like that. I'm like, no, I just, you know, I, honestly, I, I could say that, um, you know, in every show, like, every time I, it's like I'm a different person. Like, when I'm at a show, I'm so focused on what's going on. Like, my attitude is different. Like, I'm in the zone. And then, like, once the show's over, then I'm like back to normal. But yeah, because I see the show. I'm like in the zone. Like I, I don't want to talk to nobody. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. clicks. Like I, I, yeah. I know when it's like a key show or it's a key night. Yeah. Because all of a sudden it's like you got like the thousand yards glare. You're touching base with everybody. Yeah, You're I'm, all over the place. I'm in the zone. Yeah. yeah. I, this last show there was a camera guy. I think that we he, uh, um, you know he worked for a company, a uh, camera company, a uh, photographer, mm-hmm. and he came to me. He's like, oh, you know, I came to the last show and I'm so in the zone and he's talking to me and it's just like. And I'm like looking to something. And he's like, "Excuse me, excuse me." And I look at him. I'm like, "Yo, listen, I, I can't talk right now. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about." But like, you know what I'm saying? And, and I, usually, not to be disrespectful, it's just that I'm in the zone. You know when I, I usually know when yeah. it's 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 a cool night around intermission. You're down. You're 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 more. You can see you're a little more relaxed. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. leaned up. Yeah, chilling. That's when it's going good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Hey, but prior to that, this is why I say like, I don't know what guy you get when you meet. The man himself, Brian XL. Like who? Who do we meet? Do we meet the Bushwick kid? Do we meet the mogul? Do we meet the 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 like who's the Brian XL that we that we don't really what, see? Like the fans? Yeah, like who is it that the fans get? Who do they see? You, know, I, you know what's crazy that before the fans used to look at me like uh, you know a lot of people didn't like they look at me like yo we don't like this guy you know what I'm saying just because I guess my aura or the way I look or if I look like I'm angry or something like mm-hmm. that but the fans is is different. I, I like I have a. For our fans, I totally love our fans. So it's just like I try to be as humble as I can. So if I don't, if I'm not that humble, that's the humblest I could be. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So I really try to make everybody comfortable and happy. And if there's something wrong, I want to fix it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So our fans, without them, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, no, without, honestly, without God, we wouldn't be here. But yeah. the fans also. Honestly, yeah, you have become more approachable because, like I said, through the seven years, yeah, I, that, it was a learning experience. I yeah. never done this before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was always, you know, I always keep a small circle. So it's just like. 
you know, once we started doing this, I had to learn. I was learning. We still learning to this day. Like yeah. I'm learning to do this, you know? Oh, believe me. I miss the Brian XL heel. Believe me. I do miss him too. <laughs> I do miss yeah, him. Yeah, it was great. Um, with that, it's like you said, you, you, you've never done it before. The and heel, we spoke it up. Yeah. yeah no, 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 no. I'm talking about being a promoter, being an owner. Yeah, no, being no, a, no, no, no. This is know. like the first time. I mean, the only thing you'll probably only own was like the block. He was talking the block. <laughs> But in 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 hindsight, which which is I laugh about, but it's true. But it kind of ties into who you are as well, because when I see you as the promoter, I also see because we've chat. Like I said, we're cool. Um, I, but I, we I also see that a lot of your guys are also an extension of you. Yeah. For example, um, Ken is you. No. I see Ken Broadway as a piece of you. Ken Broadway is actually the character like I would would have loved to play. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like with the money and stuff like that. Like that's, I told him to him all the time. Red, Red tells him too, where it'd be like, you know, you, Brian, that's what Brian, that was his, always his thing to do with like mm-hmm. the, the money and the chains and coming out with the rappers. That was really always my, my look for wrestling coming in, like being a wrestler coming out with rappers. So it only makes sense for him to take that position because he's doing it, he'll do it better than me. He yeah. like fits, he fits that. Yeah. You know, this whole hip hop thing. I also see, I also see, it's funny, you might, you might not say, I also see with the Masons. Yeah. I see the, you know, the lavish life, the, 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 yeah. the glitz, the gold, yeah. the, you know, walking in with these, the, the, the grand fanfare. Yeah. That's, I see that as the extension of the mogul uh, uh, of Brian XO. I can see that as well. Yeah. That That's, ties into you. It's crazy how that, um, that group turned out. Like, you know, uh, it's crazy how it, it come, it got together. You know, my mind always thinks business. Mm-hmm. So, when I looked at them and I seen the opportunity, I'm like, well, these guys need to be together and they need to be doing this. Mm. That, that nobody's doing that. Like the, um, Hunter Hearst Hemsley, old school kind of mm. heel. Nobody the rich really boy, doing, the yeah, pampered. Nobody's doing that. And it's different from, you know, Ken Broway's like, uh, hood rich, mm-hmm. Mayweather showing money, cash, like, you know, how minority, most minority people when they get money, how yeah. they act. And these guys is more like, Black cards and you know what I mean no showing no cash and it's just rich playing golf. We got yeah. the promo of them playing golf and driving in Rolls Voices and stuff like that. That's two different characters, but they obviously they both rich. The the other the other guy that I see a lot through you as well is um Matt Travis. Travis yeah, is absolutely that Travis is the kid we grew up with. Those are the guys yeah. we knew. That that was me. Yeah, exactly. You know Those saying? are the kids we knew. If we if we were them or or, or we knew them. Yeah. yeah. That's that's our and. I see how he's also the um emphasis of where you started from yeah. and where you're going. Yeah. And it's 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 been a it's a long time. Everybody ties House of Glory with, with Amazing Red, which is a great thing. Which Absolutely. is which, which is it's 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 a blessing to have a man like that as as family as in your corner. But with you is also a thing to you're the you're you're behind the scenes. You're the the Dame Dash of Yeah. <laughs> that's a fact. Is yeah. it tough that you you you're not in a the the limelight like when you when you were in a wrestler, when you was wrestling back in the days, no, I think I, I like this position more. Yeah, being behind the scenes because, you know, you get to run everything. You know what I mean? Even though Red, you know, he plays a big part of everything. There's mm-hmm. nothing that happens in House of Glory without Red knowing. You right. know what I'm saying? So he trusts me. You know what I mean? And I feel like I, I'm a perfect person for that position. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I won't let nothing happen. I protect the bit. Our, our company is protected. You know what I mean? Like I won't let nothing behind the scenes happen that shouldn't happen or anything like that. You know what I mean? So I like playing behind the scenes. That's more of my role. You know what I mean? Wrestling, I I love wrestling. You know, I've been watching wrestling since I was a child. Like most people watching this, you know, we've been watching wrestling for years. And, you know, same here. I've been watching wrestling since I was four. But I think that, um, you know, I feel like I'm more comfortable behind the scenes. When you're, when you're, 
out there and you're doing the movies and shakers because like I said, been there since day one. I was there, you know, I did my half-ass commentary for you guys early on. I was just probably like a, a, a just, I, I wasn't even a, a, a blip on your radar back then, <laughs> but I found my way to freaking knock on the door. Like, yo, House of Glory, yo, come check, yeah. come check your boy out. You know, exactly. I, I, I talk to, come talk to me. I got something for you. But to where you guys are, to the midsection where, you know, you guys were there, you, you know, there was a lot of companies that were, still around but then they just started dying out you know but then you start you guys got to start getting draws you started doing matches with um ring of honor you're doing events with ring of honor guys Mm -hmm. you were doing um collaborations going to canada and all that yeah what was the ambition at at that point beforehand was it like listen we're new york new york is home yeah when when do you start realizing now this is gonna be a bigger thing um I always knew it coming in that we was going to be the biggest company. Mm-hmm. And that's not being cocky or confident. Just because, you know, my situation is definitely different from everybody else's situation. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm a man of faith. You know what I mean? I believe in God strongly. And and not and me saying that doesn't mean I'm perfect because I'm probably like the worst sinner. You know what I mean? But, you know, my beliefs is in God and, you know, and um and I always knew that coming into this that he had a bigger plan. So I always told my students, and if you talk to the guys at House of Glory that have been with me for years, you could ask them what or tell them the things I used to tell them. Like, we're going to be big. And they just joined. Like, especially when we was in the old spot when we first started, I used to always, like, tell them we're going to be big. We're going to be doing this, this, this. And that's because I knew that, that God had plans for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So and then when we got to this situation where we at now, they talked to the new students and be like, listen, Brian was saying that this was going to happen. And look where we at now. You know what I mean? Now I'm telling them, like, look, the next thing for me is, like, look, I'm telling you guys that we're going to be the biggest thing ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, House of Glory, I mean, you know, WWE is on a different level, you know, and um, I, I, I know that House of Glory, um, God has plans for us to really be really big. People I, can't see it now, but they'll see it soon. Because my, 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 I, 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 I see you. I see you guys. Just your, the, the promotion itself. And uh, we, we put the mics on how we talked about, you know, loyalty. We yeah. talk about, you know, fan bases. We talk about, you know, what it takes to keep things progressing. Yeah. And these days now, you guys are, 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 I, I, I see are people who come from other states just to come to see House yeah, of Glory. That's awesome. You know, I, I've heard guys, you know, well, you know, I'm used to doing my usual thing, standing by the bar and you know, having a couple of uh, beers, whatever the case may be. That, um, they, you know, they tell me, yeah, we just came in from PA. We just came in from Connecticut. We yeah. was out there in Virginia. We heard that, uh, you know, they was having an event tonight. Has the reach really gotten that far for you guys? Like, how, how, has it been the social media aspect? Has it been, you know, the videos? What, cause you guys are getting thousands and thousands of views. You know, some, yeah. some even millions you had, you had at one point for yeah, we certain had things. The, um, the Sonya and, uh, Hank Flanders, I think it's like 2.5 yeah. million or something. Yeah. So definitely a blessing. How is it like, is this all you like basically on the, on the social media doing that? Cause that's just a, that's a pain in the ass. I'm doing it for my show and it's a pain. Is it all you or do you have like a, no, a team? Um, <laughs> no, I can't, I can't never take all the credit for anything. Um, you know, in business, if somebody tells you that they did it all alone, they, they basically lying cause you need a strong team. Mm. You know what I mean? Anything you do is you need a strong team around you. And I, I feel like I do have a strong team around me. You know, you know, and I always, Give all the glory to God. You know what I mean? I give all the glory to Christ because he's the one that's making this happen. You mm. know what I mean? He's using me. He's using House of Glory. He's using Red. So after that, it's just like, you know, you put a good team together, you know, and, and try to put the best thing out. You know what I mean? And, um, and that's what we do. You know what I mean? We try to put the best 
that's what we have out for fans could be we could draw the fans you know what i'm saying so when i when i shows when fans tell me oh i came from florida or i came from philadelphia for me it's just like that's amazing that's amazing. You coming all the way down here just to watch a House of Glory show? That's a blessing in itself. And the know? groundwork comes from the school itself. You guys are getting new students. Every day. Every day. And if you look on social media, we don't promote the school. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's I was I was talking to a Bully Ray um, in the show, the last show, and then he was like, yeah, you know, I'm hearing that you guys have a huge, you know, wrestling school and a lot of students. And I'm like... It's crazy because if you go on social media, we don't promote it at all. No. And we have like almost, I don't know, 70 students. Yeah. And that's like unheard of. And we're not promoting it. People are just walking through the doors and that's through the grace of God. You know what I mean? I mean, and especially in the neighborhood that you guys are in now, I have people who come up to me and they see the flyers. They see, you know, the, the just walking past the school, they look and, you know, everybody's peering in and they're yeah. like, oh, you know, and then I, I see kids 13, 14, 15. They're like, yo. I'm gonna be in that building one day. Yeah, and we get a lot of messages like that. From yeah, all I'm over. telling you, it's it's a, one guy right now. Rondo's talking about you know, the biggest mistake that he did was leaving the school. You know what I'm saying? It's Rondo, like, shout out to Rondo. Yeah, he said like, one one that was one of the big things, and that's the thing that people don't know about. They see the promotion, they don't know yeah. how the groundwork happens. How you yeah, had you know guys, Broadway came in for you guys. Uh, you know, uh, the private party. Isaiah was a baby when he came in. Yeah, he was like 13 when he joined house. Right, Broadway. and and people don't understand that. That's where the real home base is. Is it tough being promoter, owner? Cause you're also a father figure to them as well. Like, is, yeah. is, is it a tough, is it tough to, to, um, a lot of them told me that, uh, you know, it's crazy. When I first started hearing that, that was just like something new to me. You know, like I had some of my students cry to me and like, you know, they look at me like, you know, we look, I look at you like my father and stuff like that. And it just like blew me away. Cause it's just like, that's a big responsibility. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And for me, it's just like, when I hear things like that, it just makes me feel like, you know, I'll do anything for my students. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like any, you know, personal problems I've done, like, you know what I mean? I try to give them the best advice I can. And, and it's just something like, you know, it's something special to me. Like I won't let nothing happen to my students. Mm. Like, you know, and this business we in, you know, how wrestlers act sometimes. And, you know, you know, you, there's some wrestlers that are real disrespectful. Mm. You know what I mean? I think it depends who you are. You know what I mean? I've done seeing wrestlers like smack another wrestler in the locker room mm. or, you know, do some disrespectful stuff. And I, I just, I just hope that would never happen to one of my students. Cause I honestly won't know how I will react. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you know, sometimes I think that, um, with me is like, uh, want to turn it off. Right. So when I come into like training and stuff like that, and cause Red's the one that's in the ring with the students and training them. Mm. He's hands on. Right. It's ridiculous. Like he, I would have to tell him like, Red, you, no, he doesn't want to get off, get out the ring. Like and that's, and that's crazy because like, he's, this, he's, he's been he's everywhere. Yeah. Listen to me. This is what I'm yeah. trying to tell you that yeah. I've been in this business for 18 years since 2000. Right. And, um, you know, I knew Red for a long time and I, and I've been to a lot of wrestling schools. This man stays in that ring all day. You go to the wrestling school, he's in there. Mm. You can't get him out of there. He loves training the guys and that's his, that's what he does. He yeah. loves doing it. He does a very good, great job. Like I wouldn't, you know, this would not be standing if Rev was not a part of it. Yeah. He's just, he's an amazing person. You know what I mean? And his, his work ethic is retarded and, and him, his business, the way he thinks business mind and how, you know, how, what the, the, the conversations he has with the students and, you know, um, his ideas and, you know, his, his, uh, just the business itself, the things that he'd be saying to them just makes so much sense. And he, you know, our thing is with the students is we making sure that 
they as humble, they have to get as humble, real mm-hmm. humble. You know what I mean? So when they're in the locker room, they have to be humble. You know what I'm saying? And um, so you know, getting phone calls from from other wrestlers and your peers saying, you know, these kids are amazing and they they amazing and they humble. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you know, when you got a big mouth in wrestling, but you're really good. That messes you up because mm. this business is real. It's kind of strange. It's like if you have an attitude or, you know, you act a certain way, that can mess your career up. You know what I mean? Being humble gets you a long way. Yeah, it does open you up know? for you easily. A lot, right? a lot. Because it's like, all right, he's not really good, but he's a nice guy. Let's right. give him an opportunity. Right. But when you're really good and you humble, this kid's a star. You know what I'm what happens when you have to, when you have, you know, there's that time that, you know, sometimes they got to leave the flock. They have to leave the nest. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Is there, you know, you always hear stories of individuals who go separate ways and sometimes breakups. I think it's not, it's not the easy thing. Not at all. Uh, but you've also had the opportunity where you've had certain students, wrestlers and guys who's left and then, you know, maybe found success elsewhere. Yeah. Maybe didn't achieve what they thought that they were going to be outside. Exactly. Uh, that's what usually happens. Yeah. So how, like, cause to me, like, I know a lot of individuals, they're like, listen, Fuck them, like you know what yeah. I'm saying. Like, but I see like you know certain certain individuals have made made their way back. Mm-hmm. Is that through like like your, your your whole consciousness of of you know understanding that there is a forgiveness, there is an understanding of what of of being young, being unaware of what you have. You know, the grass is always greener. Is that yeah. what it is? It's always like that. Um, and you know, when they leave, they find out like that was my home because mm. you know you know when you go other places, it's never going to be your home. You know what I mean? Because the person that is already in that position, that's their home. So you're always going to be a guest, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, we we had, you know, House of Glory, we've been, we had the rest, this December makes eight years, right? And I could tell you, and, and we probably had like, in one hand, four people in those eight years that left. Mm-hmm. And um, one came back. Mm-hmm. And it's because... Uh, you know, I forgive everybody. It's not a thing of me having hatred or being upset or being bitter. If you leave House of Glory wrestling, there's no way I could be mad at you. Mm. you know I mean, this it's I can't. Even if I get upset, the only reason why would I get I'd be upset was like, you know, I look at you, especially if you've been with us for years. You know what I mean? You like you're part of the family. So when you leave, it's just like sometimes you know, in different situations, I'm, I'm like they don't know what they what they doing at this time. Mm. You know what I mean? And a lot of times people regret leaving. You know what I'm saying? And, um, cause it's, you know, it's, it's, it's our home. This is your home view here. This is your home. You could be yourself. Mm. When you go to somebody else's play, you got play around, playground is just like, it's their playground and you just there as a guest. Mm. And you could try to fit in as much as you can, but it's not going to be like home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, like, um, Alex Mason, mm. you know, bring his name. He's, um, the Masons. He left. Mm. Just cause, um, a certain individual got in his head, mm. right? And then he left, he went to the person's promotion and, you know, he went out and, and he thought he knew what he was doing. And then what happens is years later, you know, we, we seen each other and we, t- we spoke and he had mentioned and told me what happened to him after he left. Mm. And it was just a sad thing, man, how people were like, you know, convince you something else, you know, and, and, and just try to like, put things in your head and stuff like that and make you not like us and you end up leaving and he came back and you know that's i use him as an example a lot of times you know i mean as to the students Mm. you know you go out there because he went out there he was wrestling for different companies you know and then he he comes back and go ain't nothing out there this is our home 
And he mm-hmm. tells the other students, this is where we need to be. You know what I'm saying? Nothing out there. So the people that do leave, God bless you. You know what I mean? I wish nothing for but success because if you do succeed, you get whatever you're going to get to, you're going to say amazing red is your trainer. Right. You're not going to go and say, this guy is my trainer. You know what I mean? You most likely going to say red is your trainer. You know what I mean? So either way, it works for us. What the old Brian had, <laughs> like the old Brian back in the days would have grabbed somebody up like, where you going, son? You ain't going <laughs> You ain't need son I, on some think, G-shit. You ain't no, going nowhere. I think that if I, I wouldn't last in this business if I if I was the old me. Yeah. Like if I came, if I was the way I used to be, um, I won't last. People won't want to do business with me. They'll be like, this guy's, he's crazy. Like we can't, we can't trust him. He'll do anything. Like, you know what I mean? He's aggressive or he's a bully or, you know, he's, I wouldn't be able to last. I had to learn to calm down. And, you know, God changed my life. So it's just like that, that. That's what made everything work. You know nah, I mean? So I know how to talk to people and stuff like that. And believe me, because the, the the other night at Elks, yo, you pressed me at the bar. I was like, yo, I didn't press you. He's <laughs> like, yo, I'm saying though, and I'm like, you coming at me? Oh, that? the Elks you talking about? <laughs> yeah, Elks. I was like, you coming at me so for real? Wow. That was Ob. I was like, Ob. No, but that's, show, OB but you know what? Yeah, but you that's know, Bushwick you, B coming nah. out. <laughs> But no, so I, it was because you know. But no, I get it. I get it sometimes because that's that you 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 you're you're very headstrong about protecting the brand. Absolutely. And which people don't understand when it comes to something that you invested in your it's your livelihood. It's 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 not just a business. It's a it's a way of life basically Absolutely. for you guys. Absolutely. You got to protect the brand. Absolutely. And I think that's what's getting lost with a lot of guys who want to do the come up thing these days. Uh, guys, you're only going to probably got another five minutes on the on the live stream because the rest of it you got to download the episode. Um. A lot of people are, are now, you know, we, we see you guys basically for the past three or four years were the staple of New York City's indies. You guys were the, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all were the center point of what wrestling was to, was to come up. You guys were on, on the, on the, basically the precipice of breaking what indie wrestling should have been like back in the days. Yeah. And now all of a sudden we see guys opening up yeah. schools, of course, promotions. Mm-hmm. And it's been, like past two years, yeah, you got to come up and then you got to come out. You got the guys going out the doors. Yep. Is that anywhere in your vision? Are you paying attention to any of that stuff? Do, do you um, really focus on any of that stuff? Competition, yeah. Because um, what well, my I'm, thing is, I always tell people is like, I'm, competi- I, I'm competitive. How yeah, you say competitive. Competitive, yeah. Because yeah, iron sharpens iron. Absolutely. So uh, is that is that like in your in your radar? Or do um, you like put blinders to that? Yeah, you know, as the uh, co-owner, I have to think like that. You know what I mean? I have to see what's going on around us and who's doing what and who's trying to come up and stuff like that. And through the grace of God, people have been coming and going. You know what I mean? It looks cool at first. Right. And they promote it and make it like, oh, this is the new thing. And then a couple of months later, you don't hear about them. You know what I mean? So through the grace of God, we still here. Um, you know, and I'm also, I'm a person that, you know, I don't know if you remember, uh, family wrestling entertainment. Yeah. FWE. FWE. Uh, yeah. Um, when we was doing shows back years ago and we had the school and stuff like that, uh, you know, I used to tell Red, you know, the biggest company in, uh, New York is FWE, right? And, um, and in Northeast at that time, I was, I was, I was like, well, it was like CZW, Pro Wrestling Syndicate mm. in Jersey, um, CZW in Philadelphia and in New York is FWE. Mm. And then, um, cause you know, this, that's what it is. I said, and I, I was like, we fall in the category of like fourth, fifth, mm. right? So, um, once uh FWE was gone, um they folded. Then I'm like, all right, we made the transition into the New York, uh, New York NYC Arena. And I knew, and the new uh, NYC Arena, Amazura, 
I knew that from the boxing gym, when we used to run the shows there, yeah. from the boxing gym, I told Red, I said, look, this is what's going to happen. Once we go to the NYWC arena, we're going to be the biggest company in New York, maybe in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. I say, because people believe what they see, right? And um, when people see a venue like that, or lighting like that, it's not a bingo hall. This is what all the indies is running in these little small halls. This looks like a real arena. Right. So once we did that first show with Low Key versus Ricochet, mm. from there it's just been a wrap. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and then our Pro Wrestling Syndicate has split up, and you mm. know, it's a Wrestle Pro and stuff like that. So that helped us out a lot. In my opinion, I think that once that split happened, we became number one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, and it, and it's 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 one of those things that grinding people don't understand. You know, licensing, ring, everything. It, it's it's not just you know. Let's just put money into something and then no. feed the machine. It's I not that. There's, there's, it, there's a this, bigger grind than that. Yeah, I've seen people come in that had a lot of money that didn't succeed. Like, I've seen a lot of people that, that, that had backers and stuff like that. You know, in wrestling, um, it's like this weekend that just passed, uh, Bully and, uh, Sammy Callahan and RF, Rob, the, in three different occasions, people, they were asking me, like, who's your backer? Like, who's your money guy? Or who's this? And I'm like, I wish I had a money guy. Right. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's, it's, it, it, to make it easier. Yeah, let me tell you something. I said, we made it this far through the grace of God. Nobody ever came and gave us a dollar to be like, look, I'm going to help you do this. So help mm-hmm. you. That never happened in House of Glory. All the companies I mentioned, um, I know people then I worked for them and they always have a backer or they have vendors that will bring in a lot of, you know, wrestlers and stuff like that. Um, we had a couple of vendors do a couple of shows, but I, I honestly feel when we did that, we didn't draw a lot. Mm. Um, everything was always everything is always in house of house of glory, and we made it this far. So I always tell Red, we made it this far through the grace of God with no money. When we do when we do touch some money, it's gonna be a wrap. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Cause when we then, touch some money, it's gonna be crazy. It looks yeah. like this now. When we touch some money, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, I waiting to see like the Aquafina vendors you know, come at the start to come to the spot. You know what I'm saying? Waiting to see you know. It's crazy. But you also got you also got a lot of individuals who believe in the product because they come to you and say, "Hey, can I go to?" Your, your event and sell my products because they yeah, know absolutely. there's going to be a big absolutely. turnout. Absolutely. So you always got those guys there. Uh, before I continue, guys, got to go. You're going to hear the rest this week. Turnbuckle Tabloid. We're going to finish up with Brian XL and the podcast. Download it. Share the, share the video. Make sure you is. talk about the new podcast we're about to drop or you want to save that? Oh, uh, no, it was, we'll talk right, about it. That surprise is coming soon. By the end of the year, it's popping. Guys, we out of here for the five, the Facebook live stream. Listen to the rest of it on the show. Latest. So now that you guys are basically the staple of New York, right? Some will say. Some some will say. Yeah. And um uh, where do you go now? I mean, what 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 what's I mean, you got big things coming up next year. We have WrestleMania in New York. Yes. You have um tons of tons of other promotions that's popping up everywhere. It, it's like people are, it's almost it's almost looking like that. People are saying, Oh, I can do that too. Which yes. I, I get with the podcasting world. I, when I'm doing podcasts, everybody, like everybody, has everybody, podcast. everybody has one. Everybody has a podcast. But the one thing that they don't have is consistency and drive. That's true. That's true. What keeps or connections or connections? Yeah, especially the connections. Yeah, that's the main thing. What's keep what What's keeping you guys afloat? Like, what is it that you know you guys are doing I mean, that's keeping you guys going? Um, you know, like I said, man, I, I really don't have an answer for that. My thing is, there's only one answer: is through the grace of God. He has. He has a vision and he has something that he's working and people can't see it now, but soon that they will. You know what I mean? Cause we still here and we still working. Um, you know, and I'm a type of person out. I'm a thinker. All I do is think. 
all day. I always think. So I always try to prepare myself for what's next, right? Mm. So um, you know, I think that um the first goal was to be the biggest company in NYC. Mm. We achieved that. So now I'm like, I gotta get other goals. Now it's like, well, I wanna be the biggest company in the Northeast. You know what I'm saying? And I think for some people we achieved that, right? So now it's like, what happens next? Now is a bigger goal. I feel like um all the wrestling companies in the world are fighting for the same fans, mm. especially indie fans, indie companies, mm. independent companies. Right. They're all fighting for the same fans, same indie fans that, oh, look, we're doing this now, we're doing this, and try to put out the best dream matches and mm. for people to gain the fans. And I think that, um, you know, I came up with a, a way to, like, generate a different fan base. Well, you guys do both because, actually, you're able to generate not only – the big names that come out on, your, on the indices, you get the Bully mm-hmm. Razor Sammies, you get the, the, the Austin Aries, you get these guys, but then you also run your student shows, yes. which gives casual indie fans or even just uh, local wrestling fans a chance to see what the product is, what the, what the school's about. What who's the, the next up? Who's, coming the who's, up. who's the next come up? Yeah. And it's not really easy to do that because, you know, you gotta, you gotta know, you know sometimes you're gonna take some L's. And a lot of companies don't want to take that L. No, it's hard. And it's you, hard. And that, how did like how is it that a, like you guys have been able to deal with it? Because there's even times when I look at certain promotions or certain um, events that I've gone to, and I'm like, yeah, that that was that was a tough night. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. I, I, and I see it in your face. Like sometimes it pains yeah. you too. Like how how do you how do you work through that? Like especially like what's the, like we game planning and all um, that. I think through the grace of God, man. Like. Like I said, uh, we had the wrestling school eight years. We've probably been running shows for seven years. And I probably could count in one hand how many losses we took. Like, you know what I mean? We didn't, it didn't happen a lot. You know what I mean? If we break in, break even, I'm happy. I'm like, like it was a lot of years that passed by that I didn't make no money. As long as my, my mind, my mind thing is as long as it pays for itself, you know, through the grace of, through the fans, you know what I mean? Supporting us and stuff like that. And it pays for itself and nothing comes out of our pockets. I'm happy. I could do this all day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like we didn't, we never took a lot of, a lot of big losses. Cause I don't know if we'll be here if it was like that. You know what I mean? Um, we took a couple of losses, but not too many. I, I think if I had to guess, probably like three or four shows mm. that we took big losses and we're like, Oh wow. It's, we lost some money here, but we bounced right back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the next show will be better than the last. You know what I'm saying? So, But that's the thing, you know, and that's that's what I try to figure out with a lot of promotions because I think that's where they don't understand that you're going to you're gonna see some hiccups. Yeah. You're going to see, you're going to see, there's going to be a lot of bumps in the road. Whatever cliche we could use to say that you're going to fucking take an L, you're going to take an L. Absolutely. And you guys have still been able to draw. You get the, the Ric Flairs. You, you, get, yeah. you had the Dudleys. You had one of the biggest nights that I've seen in that building was... The Hardys against the Dudleys yeah, against Pride Party. You, yeah, you guys ridiculous. had a packed house. We couldn't fit nobody in more. Yeah, that was, was too packed. standing room. It was like standing room yeah. only for everybody. And even um, uh, uh, prior, you guys had a, a, a big night with the Austin Aries and stuff like that. Yeah. When is it that you guys are gonna start like? Re- when when does you start looking at it like we're gonna have to start doing something a little, maybe a little something different? Because you don't, you don't, you guys don't cater to like what everybody else does. You know, exactly. everybody has the hardcore matches, yeah, the, yeah, you know, yeah. the the ultra violence. Yeah, you're very kid friendly, which is a yeah. beautiful thing. Yeah, you know your target. Yeah. Do you think sometimes that you know you have to turn it up a little bit? Yeah, I think uh, the good thing about you know that we don't have to do the hardcore thing is when we do have a match like a steel cage match mm. or. A hardcore match, it means something. Right. You know what I mean? Like our, especially in New York and our fans, they don't see us doing that kind of stuff. So when somebody goes to the table, it's like, oh, 
Right. You know what I'm saying? And Especially with how, the gang going on exactly. and red match was like that was ridiculous. Yeah. Or oh, even when uh, Cody Rhodes went through a table on our show. He, he, why would he go through a table? That was his just, idea. Exactly. He's right. Like, I want to go through a table in this company. I'm like, you just great. Had, you just recently had a, uh, yeah, Violet go through a table. Um, yeah. Yeah. Recently. So it's just like, we, it's just like once in the blue, we'll do it and it'll mean something. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, man. Uh, do you uh, ever think about like, you know, that for even that moment that you can get a big night that, you know, you know what? Maybe I could do what everybody did for one night. Do you um, ever think about like, uh, or you just turn that off and be like, nah, nah we, yeah, we, we, we but, power through. Um, my thing is like, you know, if you, if, if you see wrestling right now, and a lot of, I know a lot of your viewers know this, it, um, it doesn't take a, uh, like a genius to know that everybody's using the same people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody's using the same people, TNA, uh, Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. MLW, it's the same, same old indie guys. And, you know, it's great sometimes, you know, uh, but sometimes I, you know, and I've been saying this uh probably a year and a half already, that wrestling is changing, right? Um, because fans are smart marks. Mm. Fans really know what's if you're in a crowd, right? You yourself, if mm-hmm. you're in a crowd, you can you tell me that sometimes you look at a match and know what's gonna happen next? Oh yeah, and then okay. I, I could call so, I'll call it, yeah. Uh, definitely. Right, so, and so so I think most of the wrestling fans are re- very very smart it's not the way it used to be yeah. they will sit there and know what's going to happen next right so it's just like well or right, would you after seeing uh you know st- uh, strong style wrestling mm. after a while hit the ropes elbow to the face reverse elbow elbow chop people after a while get tired of that because mm-hmm. it's like all right every match is going to be like this and every show is going to be like mm-hmm. this and like the high flying right i love high flying you know red is for me is you know he he's an innovator right so it's just like you know, guys like Ricochet and stuff like that. It's just like once they start doing high flying and, and every show is just like you expect them to do more. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just like you want more out of that. You want more out of that. And then after a while, it gets boring. Right. Mm-hmm. And for me, in my opinion, the, the fans that are smart, that know about wrestling, they're like, well, I want to be entertained. And this is why guys like Marty Scroll, guys like, um, Delton Castle, fans love them. They mm-hmm. get the biggest pops on Ring of Honor. Yeah, definitely. Cause they, it's character. Yeah. They, fans are getting back into character. Wrestling's getting back into character. Cause fans, they already know what's good, what these high flying or these strong style guys are already doing. That, I think that era is coming to an end. They like, cause they, they, the fans are smart. Sometimes the fans are smarter than the wrestlers. You know what I mean? Like fans really sometimes know what they're talking about. Yeah. So it's just like, now they like, well, you know, now I want to get entertained. Marty Scroll is a great entertainer. Right. You know, Delta Cats is a great into this character. You know what I mean? I want to be entertained, right? It's a show. Um, but, you know, obviously guys like the Young Bucks are the biggest thing in wrestling right now. Mm-hmm. So they could keep doing what they're doing and they excellent on doing it. Cause those, those guys, for me, in my opinion, those are the best thing. They the best tag teams in the world. Right. You know what I mean? Like those are my good, like, I'm a huge fan. They came a long way. Yeah, that's the thing too, because, you know, wrestling fans, they actually become jaded and it's, it becomes a thing too. It's like, why do you even watch it anymore? Yeah, but that's why everybody like, has yeah. a podcast. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that it's 50 50. I think that fans are smart and some fans, but like, I think they got a mic and they, you know, the, the internet and social media thing is different now. You can say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. It's your opinion and you have that opinion. You could go and say whatever you want and, you know, it's just, it's, it's real hard now. You know what I mean? When it comes to stuff like that, that's why we was talking about doing this podcast yeah. together. You know what I mean? I feel like, um, I think it'll be great. You know what I, mean? I think I, I, it, it'll work because, uh, not only from what I do here at Turnbuckle Tabloid, I think with the extension with, uh, coming together with you, it broadens the field. It opens yeah. the forum to, Get the different, gets it, get the aspect for someone who's been there. 
Yeah. Someone who's grinded and someone who's still grinding. Yeah. It, 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 you get a lot of, um, podcasts where you just get the opinionated asshole who's just watching from the TV, in front of the TV. <laughs> yeah. Whereas with could be a new venture for us here with, 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 with DTC and all that, where you'll get two different aspects. You'll get the guy who's actually hit the ropes, who took the bumps, who's yeah. been there, who saw the development of different promotions on the come up, who was there, and you'll get the jerk off wanna be know it all smart mark. <laughs> same that's, room. That's you? In the same uh, room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it knows me. Knows me. <laughs> yeah. But it, honestly, you, you, you seem like you really, you really want to get the grasp of that as well. Like you're ready for that to, yeah. to, to get into that podcast as well. Yeah. I just feel like, uh, I think that, um, I'll just have opinions like everybody else, but I felt like, I feel like my opinions will come from a wrestler and a promoter. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, but can you be fair and impartial though? Because remember, at the end of the day, you gotta I, bring, bring, you gotta bring people to the, to the shows. Absolutely. Can you be fair and impartial as well? Yeah. I, I think, I think so. I'm just going to give my opinion. You know what I mean? <laughs> if people don't like it, cool. And they go agree with you. If they don't like your opinions and they agree with me, I'm cool with that too. Yeah. And I just, I just feel like, um, you know, we, we in a great position to be able to get the biggest stars to be on a podcast. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, you know, me as a, a wrestler or promoter or whatever, um, I have connections to, to be able to get interviews from everybody. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So basically whoever, you know, we bring in for House of Glory, uh, you know, at our shows, we'll have to sit down with us to do our podcast. Plus this the, podcast will The women be, are gonna, they're gonna come in droves because if they're gonna come look at you, Ugh. Then I'm definitely gonna be in there. I'm gonna get the scraps, whatever's nah, nah. left over. <laughs> I'll get whatever's left over. Nah, I think, I think that, um, you know, I think that this could be real gr- good, you know what I mean? And it's not about, this podcast won't be about House of Glory, like we spoke to. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not about House of Glory, it's about wrestling, you yeah. know what I mean? So, obviously we'll be talking about House of Glory too, but it's more about wrestling, you know what I mean? And we're gonna be able to sit down with the biggest stars out there and ask them questions and, you know, ask some things that the fans want to know and stuff like that. So yeah. I think it'll be great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really sink my teeth into this really more because, um, what I do here, it's, it's fun. It's goofy. You know, I have, you know, do, I do characters here. I do segments. I do this. I do bits and all this stuff here. Whereas what we could see with, with, with our venture, it's going to be the streamlined media in which we need for the New York City culture. Yeah. In wrestling. Absolutely. You know, like I said, my, you know, what we do is fun. It's, it's just a, it's jokiness and everybody loves the, the, the ridiculousness of uh, myself and Oski. But for what we see, what is going to be with Dr. Clothesline, I, I see, I see not only just the interviews, I see you also coming out of the shell of not being boisterous. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was, I was bust your balls. I always say, you're not really good on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Your, your promos are kind of weird. But, yeah, yeah. But I see you do it. Yeah. I'm not definitely but, not good on the mic, but I feel like. No, but to, tonight, you know, today you're amazing. You're awesome. Yeah. yeah I think that, um, I the chemistry, to, bro. I tell you, yeah, it's here, it bro. Is, it is <laughs> and you know, I don't do a lot of podcasts and stuff like that. I don't do interviews and stuff yeah. like that just because I feel like I'm not a good talker, mm. right? So, but I, I feel comfortable here. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel like plus I um, feed you, so yeah, like, you feed me. This yeah. dinner was amazing. Would, would you let people know that? Like, no, this I, guy's a chef. Yeah, let the let no, the ladies no, no, no. know. How this guy, him. this guy, this is. A, I came last week, was it? And you 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 fed me some food and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm just keep coming every. Every week. time he comes over, I'm like, shit, I know I gotta cook. I yeah, gotta put, I I gotta put it down. Eat the spaghetti. He make some spaghettis <laughs> and all that. Like I'm full. Like I'm great right now. What's um what's 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 the come up for House of Glory for the end of the year? What's happening? What we got? Um, 
Still working on that. Um, we have we have the podcast that's coming up soon. We're yeah, we have the podcast, up. and that's gonna be great. I'm really, you know, I'm a type of person. Once I focus on something, I can't once everything it's 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 instead once the equipment and everything is done, so, then yeah. I'll, I'll I'll start promoting it more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, and, um, uh, I'm excited for it, man. Like I really feel like uh, it, it, I think it could be something great. You know what I mean, even though there's a lot of podcasts and stuff like that, but I think that this what's gonna separate us is that uh, we're gonna be able to sit with the biggest stars. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to be able to get a lot of interviews from a lot. And like of I told you before, everything is about consistency. Facts. Consistent. Because a lot of guys I've seen put podcasts up. Yeah. And yeah. No, I get it. They're done. I get it. I get it. Yeah, but it's over, yeah. That's why I want to plan this in a way that is definitely going to be every week at week. You know what I mean? Got yeah. So, you, got, it's, got so I'm going to be able to, and you know, I, like me just being in this position, I know I could be able to reach out to, especially a lot of indie guys. Mm. And, you know, it's, that's not even a problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when I have so much ideas and I've been wanting to do this for, for a minute now. Yeah. You know, I've been thinking about it to do it. Um, I was going to do it with somebody else and stuff like that, but it didn't work out. So, and you know, me talking to you and you know, the way you are and stuff like that, I think that the chemistry will, be way better. You yeah. Because I mean? I'm comfortable here and, you know, you come from where I come from and we both could be able to sit down with these people and these wrestlers and ask them the good questions yeah. and not be afraid. You know not I mean? be like, afraid. Intimidated and won't stuff be, like that. Won't be too marky or it's not yeah, going to be no, like that. We're, we're, so, it's very, you know, sometimes it'll be tongue in cheek, whatever the case may be, but, but the legitimacy <laughs> with it is just, I, I see the, I, I see, I see, I, I see in 2019, it'll be a big venture for, for, yeah, for think, all parties about yeah, it. I feel it. I feel it. And, um, you know, House of Glory, you know, um, the question you asked before, I didn't want to, I wanted to get back to that. You yeah. know, a lot of, a lot of people in wrestling, like, they'll touch some money and then they'll be like, you know, I want to open up a company. You know, I want to run shows. And that happens a lot in wrestling. Like, even people that, that dealt with House of Glory that, that went out and be like, oh, I think I could do this. This looks easy. Mm. It's a lot of groundwork. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. If you, if you, you came to the first House of Glory show. Yeah, definitely. All right. The first House of Glory show, we had like, 60 people there if that if that maybe if 50 that, yeah. and like f- if we had 50 45 of them was my family <laughs> exactly that's what you know it what seemed saying? like too so, yeah it was right. you know what I mean like we, if, if our first show we had I think it was 2011 we had like 50 people in the crowd yeah. 45 of those people was my cousins my aunts that I made them buy tickets and stuff like that because it was just something I was you trying to build you made Titi buy a ticket bro Titi bought a ticket wow. my cousin that's, that's love abuela everybody bought tickets that's you know love, what I'm saying bro. so and that's what I did so what I did was I was getting I, I, I had my family buy tickets and put the groundwork and giving out flyers i used to go to jersey I to, every show that was in jersey or every show that was in new york i was flying i was giving out flyers i, I then got thrown down at shows and i'm like all right cool i'm gonna stand in the front and still go out flyers to your fans and then you give me shit about me giving out business cards that's, that's how i am you know what i mean people tell me the same thing they're like yo you was flying in my you was giving out flyers in my show i'm like well you're not gonna fly on my show <laughs> We can do whatever you want. No, I'm telling fun. you, you're not flying here. You're not give out uh, flies to my show. I'm gonna give out flies in your show. No, no, I respect that because honestly, that's that's, that's <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy. Weird. But I'm not, you know, the, that was the beginning stages. You yeah, know, yeah, I still flyer sometimes. You know, a lot of times, and I will do it by myself. If yeah. you go to a show or a Ring of Honor show and you see me there, I'll be had. There's fans that came to me and be like, "Don't you have students for this?" But my thing is that they're not gonna do it the way I do it, right. and I don't mind doing it. It's for my company, you yeah. know what I mean. So I, I, to this day, like like December right now, coming next month, final battle, I will be there. Yeah. And you know, obviously, I, I these my friends are on the show, so I I never have to pay for anything. So right. a, somebody that's on the card is gonna get me right in. Right. One of the wrestlers is gonna be like, yeah, definitely, bring who you want. And when I get there, I'm gonna go with 500 flyers and give them out inside. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just the way it is. You gotta eat, man. We gotta be able to let people know that House of Glory here, especially. If you're running in New York. I'm flying your show. This is our home. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Definitely. By the way, just um, 
I know you're, I know you're about to catch a flight soon. Um, yeah, I still got to be in the airport by like, I don't know, seven. Yeah, eight, I, I, I still got time. I'll make sure because, um, I need some swag because I, I was at HOG the other night. I don't got swag. I, 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 I need some swag. I need like some, oh, some, some clothes. Some, some clothes. I need some HOG shit. I need a hoodie. Yeah, or some but we shit. got, we got the, um, clothesline. Yeah, yeah, I need some, yeah, some dark, I need some I more. got boxes of clothesline yeah, shirts. I need some, we good. Yeah, Listen because, you know, see, I need some. You're de- going to have every color. You're going to have sweaters. You're going to have ski yeah. hats. We're going to be good. I it's got funny, <laughs> I was at HOG the other night. I had my, I had my jersey on and I said, oh, I was going to take it off uh, and put it down so somebody didn't take a seat. But I didn't realize I had another promotions um shirt on. I said, "Oh no, oh, I can't walk wow. around. I can't walk around with this." Wow. <laughs> it was an undershirt wow. because it was given to me. And it was like black on black. So I was like, "Oh no, I can't wear." I said, "Brian, see me wearing this? So you're gonna throw me the Especially fuck you out of everybody. <laughs> He's gonna throw oh, me I've the fuck out. <laughs> so I said, no, "I can't do that." Shout out to my boy Steve Risk. Yeah, man, um, that's Doctor uh, Clothesline. Yeah, friend Clothes, of the that's show. My, man. That's my partner at Doctor Clothesline. Amazing dude, man. The guy. He um he definitely loves the brand and does puts in a lot of work for. And the, if you're gonna be on the Jericho cruise, he's go, they're gonna be out there. Absolutely, the clothes gonna be that out dude there. right there is a businessman. He's a hard worker. Yeah. You know what I mean. So this is why the, the clothesline without him being in, I don't know how far this would. You know what I mean? Like he's a plays a big picture. He's my partner. Me and him own the company, so you know we're gonna be able to have clothes for everybody. Like we got me and Steve got boxes of clothesline shirts. We. It's gonna be something big, man. But that's the thing too that 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 people don't understand is that you made these connections and these these people have you know they they the support yeah because they believe in the product and yeah. just just as much as because you don't you you don't sit there and just kowtow to anybody like you no, don't just bring anybody you in. I know there's a lot and of people who pitch of ideas course. and stuff, and you like I want to tell you something, and people probably not gonna believe me, but the people that know me believe me because they re- they were there when I spoke about this. I always think about wrestling, right? And business ventures and stuff like that. In 2012, I think it was, I was sitting at home and I'm like, oh, I think I was at the gym. And I'm sitting, I'm like, I'm watching UFC and they had tap out gear, Mm. right? And I'm like, why is in wrestling, there's no clothing line that represents wrestling, Mm. right? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, that's, that's strange. There's no wrestling clothing line. So, um, what I do is what we had class and I told my students, there was two different names I was thinking about, clothesline and uh, some uh, something else. And um, I told the students, what name you like better? And they all said clothesline. Then I said, all right, I want everybody to write, come up with a logo. And they, we had like, I don't know, 15 students there. Mm. And they all came up with the logo clothesline, right? So I'm looking. I was trying to pick the best one. And then I was so focused in the school and the shows that 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 I was postponing coming out with the clothing line. Yeah. It was going to be called clothesline. And this was in 2013. Nobody had clothing line, right. right? So, um, one day I was in my house, uh, watching, uh, TV or something like that. I think I was at my cousin's house and they were watching wrestling and the tap out for WWE came out, tap mm-hmm. out and stuff like that. And I looked, and I said, Oh, nah, they took my idea. I waited too long. If right. I would, if I would have LLC'd clothesline right there at yeah. the spot and been the only person that had a clothing line, mm. it would have been over. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I waited on it too long. Yeah, you know I mean, I should have jumped on it when I had the chance to. You yeah, know what I'm saying? so honestly, that's the only ones that I hear anyway, because it's no, but there's, there's, only, there's only one other wrestling apparel that I know of. I, yeah. I'm not gonna promote them, but yeah. I, I just know, I, and just another one. But I feel like you know, but it, it's, it's still there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's still there. Absolutely, yeah. I feel like, and you know, there's different ideas that I came up with that I should have ran with it. Mm. You know what I mean, like the um. You, you know the WWE thing that, uh, Rosenberg's in that they do like the SmackDown, the sit down. Well, they used like, to do it's it. It's like that. a UFC, uh, like ESPN sit down yeah, yeah, kind of thing. They used to, yeah, they used to I, do that. Yeah. I thought of that. The, they don't do that no more? No, no, no. He's, they, 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 um, they stopped it? Yeah. All right. So the round table discussion. Yeah, yeah. yeah you see it. that right there? Mm. 
I thought of that like in 2014. I, I seen Matt Stryker. I had him on my show and I said, Stryker, you know what's crazy? I watch sports and I see ESPN. Why in wrestling they don't have something like that? Yeah. Like a sit down discussion, a discussion and, mm. and have two, three guys and have the desk and all that and, and discuss wrestling like an ESPN kind mm. of thing. And I was, it was cool. If you, if you notice the clothesline interview with Stryker, the first one was with the Hardys. Yeah. And it was Stryker and Stryker was supposed to be the guy. The guy to be able to do the the clothesline podcast, mm. not the podcast, but like the ESPN kind Type of thing. Of, of, so yeah. when we did we did that, and then it really didn't work out, and then boom, I see it on SmackDown. Then they doing it, and it's yeah, like, they did Smack Talk, and yeah, and, and it's crazy because I have other ideas. I don't want to mention it right no, now. No, don't but, do that yet. Don't yeah, do that. so it's just like I want to do it before it comes out because it's gonna come out. Yeah, you, you got to, I mean? you got to, so I just got, I just got to jump on it. Oh, like I said before, I'm gonna wrap you up because it's gonna be an hour. Shit, wow. Um. Did you watch the fight last night? You watched the UFC? Absolutely. I was um I was I went to go see it in uh, a friend's house in the Bronx. Did is is it becoming really interchangeable now that now you know MMA is really starting to piggyback off what pro wrestling is doing? Like we we see, I, although these two men McGregor and Khabib they, they have, have have Absolutely. animosity. It's Absolutely. real, but there's also a showmanship is there as well that you have to like put some kind of act on yeah. to, to, to get the because this became the biggest story of the night yeah that that fight in the end yeah but I think that you know um the Habib guy is not playing it's not a story for him it's mm. not fake for him you yeah. know what I mean so he's like it's it's real for him so it's like the thing is this if Dana White is and I know he's smart enough to make it a, to make it a storyline story you know right. I mean? so now by him going well you know they holding their checks and we don't know what we're going to do now. You know, they probably get suspended and stuff like that. So even I think that even if the, you know, in my opinion, the Las Vegas, you know, athletic commission tells them, Oh, whatever, whatever. Uh, I think that him as a businessman will be like, well, I think the best thing we could do is strip him for the title for the fight again. And it'll exactly. be more important. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just more, I guess, people behind the scenes to make it a storyline. You know what I mean? And, and, and not make it, but when things happen, they jump on it. Like, all right, let's do this. Cause right. this just happened. So for them, it'll be smart to strip him for the title and do a, a, a Habib versus Connor too. And it'll be as big as the first one. As you, and you mentioned earlier that, you know, fans now are, are getting, but becoming more drawn to the character. Yeah, you know, you you you. We seen spot fest before. We have seen it everywhere across the line. Now, like I said, it it seems that that's what's becoming now the character. The yeah. McGregor is the character. Yeah. The Mayweather is the character. That's what people want. It's entertaining, right? It's entertainment. You know what I mean, people are tired of this. It's the same. We didn't have Mayweather like, without Mayweather. It's just not the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like you see what they do now. Like when you, you gotta go to, hate the bad yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. You, you and, and it's just like. It, and what's happening now is like it's becoming like every time you do a face to face in boxing or UFC, a fight starts out, and if yeah. they start fighting, then it's like people are interested, like oh, I you know what I mean? Because it becomes a story, like you mm-hmm. know what I mean? People want to see the guy get beat up or mm-hmm. the guy win. You know what I mean? So I think in wrestling is the same thing. People want to be entertained. So when there's a character, people are like oh, I like this character, and it's it's funny or it's whatever. Like people want to see and entertain because they're looking. And 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 not to to badmouth Marty Scroll, I think the guy is really talented, yeah. but I think that. I think a lot of fans um, like his character, his entrance, his promos. They love that more of his than his wrestling skills. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's more about the character. Even though people like his skills of wrestling, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But the 
the the character overshadows that. It's just amazing the way he looks, and the guy looks dope. Lele like, is supposed to be in the movies yeah, like, yeah, with yeah, the yeah, hat yeah. and all that. It's, and he makes his own. Th- he makes his own costumes. This is what and I'm everything. saying. Yeah, yeah, so it's just like thing. when you when you dedicate yourself into your character and you come out like that, it's just like people are gonna gravitate to you. Like they love stuff like that. And it's funny know? because as 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 you know, we 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 were coming up or even now with older and stuff. I walk around with. The wrestling T-shirt, or can people like you still watch wrestling? And it's like, yeah. And what what they what they don't understand is that what you're watching is from wrestling. Yeah, you know whatever whatever you know your your characters that you're into is from wrestling. Muhammad Ali, the greatest fighter of all time, got his persona from wrestling, from Gorgeous George. That was his thing. Yeah. So it's like, regardless what people say, oh, it's fake. What it can be. At the end of the day, what you're enjoying from whatever TV show. It's 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 from wrestling. It's from, yeah, it's from, from wrestling. wrestling. That's why I love wrestling, man. Yeah. It became a long way, man. And um, it's just what and you know back in the days it used to be about character. Mm. You know the Ultimate Warriors and stuff like that. It's just like always oh, been about, but then it, it like it, the, the shift changed when people started knowing it was fake wrestling. You know what I mean? And you know the strong style start coming out. You know and 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 people started. Getting into that, because in the beginning stages of Ring of Honor, you had the Low Keys, uh, the Brian Danielsons, the uh, even Low Key, Samoa Joe, they used to beat the sh- yeah, crap yeah, out of each other. Yeah, Low Key, you know he would come out and he would just be his wrestler, get you know, with his with his gimmick just as attire. Now he's got a whole hitman look. Yes, you know, it's, yes. it, the whole character is there. When you're with, when, you know, you know, before you go, um, how do you guys stress that with your students, with your 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 your, your wrestlers? How do you stress that to you guys? Like, listen. If you guys are gonna get into that ring, you gotta sell yourself. Like, how how do you stress it to them that um, how important it is? Um, because you guys uh, got everything from a lion to a lion. But this tamer. is what I'm trying to tell you. That <laughs> you guys got when from I that. figured this out a year and a half ago, when I was in the school, I'm sit there and you know we have meetings sometime with our students, and I'll sit there and they will agree what I'm saying because it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, people are tired of strong style. People are tired of high flying. Like we need to be able to build some characters in here for people could be entertained. Yeah, you, you, know got, you got the party kids. That's got, what I'm saying. Yeah, people yeah. like the stuff yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like um, even the Masons. You know what I mean? Like we were just talking about the Masons before. That's yeah. a character. Ken Broadway coming out with Cash and coming out with rappers. Yeah, that's a character. Uh, Anthony Gangone, the House of Gangone with the mask and stuff like that. You see mm. when he comes out with his crazy with stuff. The, that's the big feathers and a that, helmet. That's and all stuff. that's yeah. character. That mm. that separates you from everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like why why um why guys like uh not to throw his name out there like Eddie Edwards, mm. right? What will what will why would they not WWE won't will sign won't sign him if his body looks more than everybody better than other other people looks better and and, and he's got skills and you know what I mean and he's, yeah so but but if you bring character mm-hmm. you know what I mean that's what separates you so you can have the same talent as as uh, Eddie Edwards but if you have a character they're gonna sign you before they sign him yeah you know what I'm saying because that's what it's all about right now it's character and and people little by little people will see and understand and be like you know. I, these characters is more entertaining because these wrestlers that do strong style and all, I already know what they're going to do. Yeah. And if you're doing high flying and Ricochet and like, um, you know, Rich Swan and ACH and Amazing Red and, you know, uh, Saint Strickland, these guys are really great high flyers. But then after a while, it's just like, what are you going to be able to do to amuse me or, or make me pop for the next thing? Cause mm-hmm. you done did everything and it looks great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think as long as obviously you put, um, 
moves in certain places, people are going to pop. You know what I mean? So it's, it's always going to be. tired of seeing a guy come in with jean shorts or basketball shorts with a freaking t-shirt and just yeah, like. Yeah, I, think, right, I just feel like, like that's, you know. You're not, a, you're not, you're just, you're, you're just a, a garage kid who just got into a wrestling ring. Like you're, 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 you're a mechanic. Yeah, yeah. You don't want, you, you people want to sell it. Yeah, yeah. people, is fans is, 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 they very, like I said, they, very they very, fickle, yeah. yeah, they're very smart now. So they're going to definitely go for whoever they, you know, a cheerful who they want to. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like you I just gotta be I, able to do it. I, I, I honestly believe, like, and I, I, I can, and I'm not just kissing your ass because you're here, but it, it helps. But and, and we're also doing a, we're gonna have some business going on. But talking to you for a couple of years now, there's been a lot of individuals that I've listened to, and I know that they're really keen into the game. Uh, mm-hmm. The Paul Heymans. Absolutely. Uh, I love uh, Paul, man. Tommy I learned, Dreamer. I, I learned a lot from Paul Heyman. Yeah, Tommy Dreamer, another one. Legend. Same school. Same thing with, with Bully Ray, with, with him, another one who's very keen to the business. Yeah. You've really come a long way, and you really, really are on that edge of knowing what's to come up in, in the game, man. And it's and, and, and I'm proud to say that, man, because no doubt. not a lot of individuals that. who really are studious to there's there's one thing to be studious about business, yeah. But it's also about studious about being able to capture what's on the next rising, yeah. Like what's yeah. coming, and I see that you know with the, with the many times that we've spoken that you you really have touched up on a lot of shit, man. And I and I'm honestly saying I'm proud to see that for 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 two kids from Bushwick, Brooklyn, and and the way we've come right now is yeah. it's a blessing, man. You yeah, read and everything good, else, man. man. So um yeah, just plug where we got to plug. Where, where we gotta get um, so uh December fifteenth is our next show in the NYC Arena. Saturday, December fifteenth. And if you want to follow us on social media, you can go on um Instagram or Twitter, H O G Wrestling and um Facebook and uh YouTube is House of Glory Wrestling. You know, just stay tuned, man, and you know, if you're not a fan of House of Glory Wrestling, then soon I, I feel you like will you, be. you you definitely will be. You we will have, be. We have we have big plans, man, that that me and Red is working on and Hopefully, uh, you know, not hopefully, I know it's going to happen around, I say, Mania Weekend or right after Mania Weekend. If the, the, the plans work, then, um, House of Glory is definitely going to, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be something else, man. My, it's going to uh, be something people never expected. My boy, Josie's boy, he always says, speak it to existence. Absolutely. Speak it to Absolutely. existence. As long as I keep God first, everything's it's history. All right, guys, once again, got to thank the man himself, House of Glories, Brian Excel is in the building. God bless you, man. I'm going to talk to you guys soon. When we come back, more stuff for the show. You already know what it is. I'll get down. We'll be back. Check you guys in a sec. Tabloid with Jay Santi and that other guy, Matt.
show. All right, Super Show Showdown. Whatever the fuck that shit was. The live, the paid fucking um live event. Yeah, no. I, what, 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 now, what, what do I always call it? Live event on a budget. Like yeah, exactly, live event. But I gotta tell you, we, I, this probably be the first time that a lot of individuals may not have heard, might not be able to hear for the first time. But we might have different views about this show. I changed my mind. What do you mean? You changing the last minute on me? No, no, I don't. I, you liked it, right? I did. Like, I, I, I can, I can't bash. Of course, they had the whole gimmicky fucking matches with the, with the predictable endings. There, there were moments that I really enjoyed. Okay. There were matches that I really enjoyed. All right. We could both probably agree on the match of the night. Uh, of course it'll be uh, Alexander versus fucking um uh, Buddy, Buddy Murphy. Murphy, man. Did we? I, we predicted Murphy's Murphy, one over, right? Yeah, we, we did. did. Of course, course. you're from, fucking uh, native Australia, Australia yeah, man. Yeah, yo, yeah. but um, we're gonna go, uh, go through the car real quick. But initial initial reaction to the show, I really didn't think it was that bad. I, it wasn't bad. No, it, it wasn't. Was way better than that fucking greatest, greatest Royal Royal Rumble, Rumble bullshit. bullshit. That shit was <laughs> terrible. You know, I'm pretty sure one of the janitors came out as a competitor in that shit. Like, the popcorn vendor wasn't that mad. Like, whose fucking pops is this? Yo, whose man's is this? Whose man's is this, son? Shout out to the guy at, wrestling, at the wrestling yo, show. Get, yo, get him out of here, son. Shout out to the guy at House of Glory who said, whose man's is this? And Red got mad. mad ah, I was like, yo, how you sit there and steal my line, son? Red popped for that shit, bro. That's my shit, nigga. Yo, I, oh, sorry. But dude, here's my, dude, here's my show, son. Here's my show. So, let's Woo! go over the card real quick. Let's do this real quick. Because this is a live event on the budget. But hey, you know what? The budget was pretty it paid over. All right. Way better than the last show. I'm not gonna lie though. I was looking at, I was looking at Australia. I was like, I want to go over there. Right? It, it looks nice. I know, but I know how racist that place is. To there you, was not you. one black face in that yes, crowd. There was. Where? I saw him. Where? Balotelli. Well, yeah. What? What Delhi? Mario Balotelli. Mario Balotelli. No. What dark skinned person you saw there? Yeah, think about it. I will. I'm yeah, sorry. And, and we're not talking about wrestlers. Not Cedric Alexander. I'm not talking the about new a day. fan who paid a money a to fan. get in. No, no aborigine was in that motherfucker, no. There's a kangaroo in there. There was a kangaroo in there before there was a fucking uh, <laughs> no, a dog skin person. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's do this real quick. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. We had the New Day versus The Bar. The New Day, you know The Bar was going to win. The New Day defeats The Bar to retain the Tag Team Championships. Oh, you know, But you said it, they ain't gonna, they're not going to do it on a live show. Live, so it's a live show. Titles only change. The only reason why the Cruiserweight Championship match, they changed hands is because he's Australian homebone. It was a good match. I thought it was funny that Big E wasn't in that match. I know. He's, I, th- I, he's, I think he's gay. I've been saying it for the longest. When he comes out, we should have a party. We should I celebrate. S- oh my God, Cool Gayo is gonna lose his mind because he's been he's been spreading that rumor for the longest. Did someone say rumor? Oh, guess dude. what? <laughs> guess who's back? Oh, I thought you were in Puerto Rico, man. Jay, hit my music, fucker. I thought you were in Puerto oh, Rico no. getting gangbanged. Please, Cool Gayo's back. Oh no! Every time we mention Biggie on the show, Cool Gay Monster comes back. Oh, that's his lover. Yes! God help us all. <laughs> if Biggie comes out, I'm going in. Oh, right. If you know what I mean. 100%. I love his pancakes. And by that, you mean the food or? And his sausage. Oh, good. Oh, my God. Cookie Monster, what would happen if you found out Biggie was uh, was homosexual? Well, the first thing will be to be like, I told you, bitches. I'll be the first person that goes out there. The star, the inquirer, the globe. 
gay men's quarterly. I'll be doing interviews saying that I was the first one that exposed him. I was there first. You were before you were TMZ before TMZ was a thing. He was Big E and I was Big D. Oh righty, Cookie Monster. It's a cool game. I'm sorry. It used to be Big C. Yeah. And the C was for cock. <laughs> But I'm if, disturbed. If B, put your clothes back on, sir. Any case, <laughs> I must say. C is for cock and cock. It's good enough for me. <laughs> C is for cock. It's good enough for me. Oh, cocky, 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 cocky. <laughs> in my butt for me. C is for cock. Are you uncomfortable yet? I'm sweating. You will be. All right. So, okay, you got to go, boys. If, oh, okay. Alrighty, I was just calling in. Go back to Puerto Rico, man. Fine. Ramon, get the tickets ready because you're getting fucked in San Juan. Bye, guys. Bye, Kuge Master. Every time Kuge Master comes on, I feel like I'm taking a bath. His song like, is great. <laughs> Fuck that little bastard pinched my ass before he oh, left. Oh, that's nice. Enjoy Puerto Rico, you bastard. Fruit. Yeah, fruit. If he's in Puerto Rico, is he like a like a avocado or something? <laughs> he's a gay fruit. He's an avocado or something. He's a tangerine. He's a, he's a mango. He's a, he's a mango. <laughs> he's, a, he's a mango out there. So, uh, what else was happening in Super Show? John Cena and Bobby Lashley <laughs> defeat Kevin Owens and Elias, which um, I just looked at a review of it, and John Cena didn't take one bump that entire match. Didn't at all. No. And... and yeah. uh I guess it's because he doesn't want to mess up his hair. Mess up his hair. You know what's funny? Because I had I had I had mentioned to Josie Boy we were watching it that 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 morning. We weren't at five o'clock in the morning. That's Hell insane. No. Yo, we know someone who woke up at five o'clock. Rob, shout out to Slick. Slick did that? Yes, he did. <laughs> Play the mook drop. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so um. <laughs> And Rob did too. Rob was exactly. yo, all in that house of glory. Rob was like, yo, I can't wait to wake up at five in the morning, son. And he was drinking. Nothing's waking My me up. That. Nothing's waking me up at five in the morning. Um, yeah, he didn't take a bump. And while we were watching it, I said, wow, JBL looks good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm waiting for his clothesline from and hell. Somebody actually posted in one of the wrestling sites. Right. It was a picture that came up that says JBL, look, JBL looks good these days. And I'm like, I told you. <laughs> he looks like JBL with that. <laughs> But this is the reason why and Raw, I'm going to love doing this. I'm gonna, I want to be that guy that bangs his... We're both having the ring. Yeah, bangs his wrist to show prominence to be an asshole. Um, the real reason why that Lashley turned heel. This is, this is the reason why. Right. Because... They realized he had to take most of the bumps for the fucking match. Yeah. True. Against Owens and fucking Elias? Nah. You nah, don't have B. the mo- you don't have the monster that you have with fucking Brock. You need you need another monster as a heel. And that would be Bobby Lashley. Yeah. So who else we have? We had the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bobby Lashley turns heel on Raw. What the fuck was that about? <laughs> Flashbacks. Next. Cutting a promo. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> the conquistador. Get the fuck out of here, man. 
SmackDown Women's Championship match with Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch via disqualification. Charlotte won. Becky retains the championship. Good match. And the rematch was on SmackDown, which we'll be dis- we'll, we will discuss during SmackDown review. Those women are just tearing it up, man. Yes. Those two are fucking Tear, killing it. Son. They're killing it, bro. Killing it. Um, the Iconics versus Asuka and Naomi. Great win for the Iconics. We all knew that was happening. Yeah. Australia homegrown. Funny though, um, who took the fall on that? Was it Naomi who took that? Yeah, it was right. Mm-hmm. And I loved, I loved, I loved the emotion that uh, the Iconics gained for what, that, that they they showed. I, for they I'm won. a fan of them. I like them. They're good. Heels. They're so annoying, so, and I that's love the it. Point. You gotta, it's the facial expression. I can't. I wish we could. I, Facebook Live would have been on. We did. They look like um. Oh my god! I'm trying to think of the character. Oh, Sheldon for fucking um. Big Bang Theory. Oh when god! He laughs, yeah. Hunger is. <laughs> Sounds like a dog's getting raped. Right? I hope that's how it feels when I put my thumb in her ass. Oh, <laughs> you don't think Peyton Royce is hot? Uh no, Peyton Royce is she's okay. Billy, Billy Kay is a, a grenade, son. She got a fucking pancake face and a pancake ass. Yeah. <laughs> she should come out with a new day. She <laughs> <laughs> she's wearing put pants in her ass. That exactly. Uh, next up, we had WWE Championship match, no disqualification, no countout. AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. AJ Styles takes the victory, and this feud, I guess, as we can tell on SmackDown, is slowly riding into the sunset. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Our guy, we no, love Samoa, no Joe. Samoa Joe. Well, but you know, I see some. Oh, I see, I see a United States run for him. Is it good enough? After, yo, I think Samoa so. Joe deserves a WWE Championship run. He son. does. After but, what he just pulled off, man. But I think he I, just I, pulled off the best feud in years. But we'll talk about what's going on with SmackDown right now in the, in the later because I I kind of like what is it's going to as well. Okay, I, I love SmackDown. I have yeah. no complaints there. Yo, the person we were listening to, Raw has no roster. SmackDown does. Oh, but Raw does too. You fucking mook. Like anyway, six woman tag team Ooh. match. We had. Thank you, sir. We had <laughs> Ronda Rousey and the Bella Twins defeating the Riot Squad. We all saw this motherfucker coming. Yeah. Um. I didn't care. Lackluster match. It wasn't lackluster, but but I, I you know, the one who brought real fire in that match was Ruby. Ruby's fucking. She's great. She's so lit for yeah, that. Yeah, I, I remember her at House of Glory. She was lit there too, man. Ray, what's her name? What's her name? Carry matches. Oh, um, uh, what'd you say? Nothing. Oh, sorry. Carry matches. <laughs> All right, the six man tag team match. We had the Shield defeating Braun Strowman and Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. I really think. Dean Ambrose is turning here. We're gonna talk about a wrestling rundown, a raw review, but nope. Some, I'm still, I'm turning. still, I'm still saying it's Drew. Yeah, well, turning man, face. I, I think, I think it's gonna be a double turn. Yeah. I think they're both gonna join together nope. and be like, "Fuck them, everyone else." You know, that's not a bad idea, though. That'd be cool. That's they both, they both walk out together. And, and they bo- they're both underappreciated motherfuckers yeah. on the teams, and they, they both, both walk, walk out. out together. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, they'd be a pretty badass team, yo. I just realized that, but I mean, we'll see. Daniel Bryan defeats the Miz in about two minutes. He calls Miz the two minute man on SmackDown. That's hilarious, though. Do you think the match was? Um, I, it was good. It was I, thought it was I thought it was warranted. I thought it was warranted. Yeah, you could. You could. I wouldn't want that match at fucking Super Show. But okay, but you could so you could so see that match happening at WrestleMania, man, for the WWE Championship. I think Daniel Bryan's gonna win the championship off the Miz, off off of AJ Styles, and I think we're gonna get a a nice Daniel Bryan run. I think that it's gonna be Daniel Bryan versus the Miz for the championship at Mania or some somewhere. This feud is going to pay off in so yeah, fashion, so much dividends. Man. Yeah, it has to. It's going to be. And plus, he's the showcase of fucking 2K19. Of course, today. man. Of course. So, what else we had? We had 
the Cruiserweight Championship match. Buddy Murphy defeating Cedric Alexander for the Cruiserweight Great Championship. fucking match, yo. But here's my question. Why does the Cruiserweight matches only get love on pay-per-views? Um, I don't know. Like, Weird. yo, no one watches 205 Live, but then when the pay-per-views come, they steal the show every fucking time. And then people scratch their heads and go, oh, man, why don't we get more of this? They have a show based on it, you fuckers. I thought the same thing. Like, they need to go to full sale. Bring 205 to full sale, man. It should. It should be a full sale event. And it should be because co- of my univ- um, on universe mode for me in 2K19. Yeah, it it be. will be. There you <laughs> go. Good. Buddy Murphy. Finally, I'm a big Buddy Murphy fan. Great, amazing, 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 amazing individual, amazing. man. Yeah. Takes the belt off Cedric Alexander in his hometown, and finally we have probably the most cringiest match of the night. We had Triple H versus Undertaker. Mm-hmm. I love them both dearly. I am very big fans of both Undertaker, man. You, you ain't listening to this shit. No, no, no. I, I, no I'm, I'm listening. I'm just, uh, no, not you. I come up to uh, not you. I'm talking about Undertaker. Oh, okay. Well. You ain't gonna listen to this shit, man. You gotta, you, you gotta hang it up, man. I, I, I like the match. I was gonna say love, but I didn't love it. But I like the match. They made him look good. <sighs> yeah, I guess. But like, I don't know, man. Soon, soon, sooner rather than later, <laughs> I'm man. I'm sorry. I'm. T- <laughs> my- I'm great at multitasking, but fucking Hank Flanders just fucked me up because he just texted me talking about, you know, uh, not to talk about the, the UFC fight, which we don't really do here. Um, if we touch on it, whatever. I Why is he tight? T- I do it on TRS. Of course he's. But we talk about it on TRSS. Of course. And I said, I don't really want to talk about it too much. Bring on, the will in. Yeah, bring the will in. And I'll also bring him in on when he does Hank's um, happy, happy hour. hour. <laughs> he just told me, wow, Chris Hero's really fat. <laughs> I, he probably just saw the same picture I did with Chris Hero's fat roll on his leg. <laughs> it makes me second guess my fatness. I'm like, I'm not like that. You're not though. fat. Yeah. Shut that I just sh- big bounded. I'm big bounded. <laughs> I'm big bounded. Um, so the match was good, but like, yo, I feel bad, man. Take your wrap this shit up, son. Yo, this would be your last meeting. Yo. If we get Undertaker, we're going to WrestleMania, by the way, this year. Oh, definitely. If, if we get Taker, his last send-off, hear me out. If Taker goes to the Hall of Fame this year, will we be going? It doesn't matter. What, the Hall of Fame ceremony? Possibly, yeah, definitely. I, I would. I what, what's the one name that you that will make you go, oh, shit, we need to go? Taker, right? Paul Heyman. He won't go in now. No, but uh, but Taker's a big one. Yeah, Taker, Taker, Taker's definitely a big one. We're going to be so busy that we get home. Oh, it's so ridiculous. Money out the window. But it's oh, fine. I, <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> I'm definitely. Worth but the it. other thing is... um. I t- I'm telling you, this is a prelude to, this is the big buildup. The long story is Cena versus Undertaker, career versus career, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yep. This is what it and is. And Cena's going to beat him. They planted the seeds last Mania. Yeah. And it's a... And Will the diehard fans be upset about one of them getting the belt, meaning, un- mean, let's say Undertaker gets the belt. Right. He beats Roman Reigns or whatever the fuck it is at the time. Has his final and run. And career versus champion match. And, Ooh, and Cena becomes the breaks the record and retires Taker. Yes, and then he retires on Raw. Who Cena? Yes. Wow, <laughs> that'd be crazy, man. That's good booking. That is good booking. Until wait, wait, wait for the negative fuckers. Oh, that would suck because then once again it bashes the new and up and coming wrestlers that deserve a shot. Blah blah blah. Suck dick, suck dick. Blah blah blah. That's good booking, man. You know what sucks? Monday Night Raw! John Cena has a bad fucking haircut! 
<laughs> There's a thing called Yo. changing of the guard that a lot of individuals don't get. Right. And as all of us know, even as smart marks, we know. It's funny because I always took the line of whether I'm a smart mark or I'm a mark or whatever. Everybody's a fucking mark. We're yes, all marks. We're all marks, man. But even Al Snow hates the terminology smart mark because the smart mark shit because it's like you're not smart. No. You're just so you're even you're, you're even dumb to even follow it. Just enjoy it. Right. Um but we all know that after WrestleMania is the new season of WWE. Of course. That's the opening day. And that would be the new season. Hey, Cena drops the belt. New era. New era. And but is it that belt? The 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 universal is it nah, the, it's SmackDown. That would be the belt, right? It would go to SmackDown. Wanna know why? Because Taker I'm Taker Because it's the belt. That's the WWE belt. Yes, so pure yeah, yes. and hearing both of them and seeing both of them fight at Mania always brings me back to the time. And both Cena. of them are sm- SmackDown guys anyway, originally. And it makes sense because I remember... Right? Cena was uh, original course. SmackDown yes. guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it brings back the memory of Taker giving Cena the handshake right. after his first match. Exactly. You see? Passing the torch on his debut. Exactly. See? Great storytelling. I swear. If are, you proud of your co- are you proud of your co-host? I'm very proud of my co-host. Thank you, sir. Of course. Sir. Oh, by the way, quick note. Um... Just to let you guys know, since you mentioned it, uh, disclaimer: there was stuff that the, that was discussed during the 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 Brian XL interview, and it was throwing certain uh, uh, anticipation of of uh, other things that's upcoming. Right. Just to let you guys know, and I'll and I'll, and I'll emphasize this later on in in other episodes. I'm not going anywhere for this show. Don't expect you to. I'm going to be here. You should Turnbroker this, this is number one priority, man. Turnbroker Tabloid will be the show of shows. Of course. And I'm not worried about that. Whatever future ventures I'm doing is going to be the better this show and better us in a in a fold. The main reason why you're doing it is just to benefit us. Exactly. I have to take a another <laughs> fucking task to for, do this for the show. A third fucking possible podcast. And also, but not in, not 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 like not like I'm gonna hate doing it. It's because I want to do it because a it it, it betters my chops, b right. opens up doors, and c this is something for us. And in you deserve it, man. You think so? Yes, you deserve oh, it. Oh man. man, that's why I love you. That's why I keep you around. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why I haven't released you yet. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, there was a girl that was asking who wanted to be in the show, and I was like, "You're hot, bitch." But um, no, I have Olsky got Olsky got a better ass. Olsky got a fupa. I like no, but in all honesty, I'm not going anywhere. Turnbuckle Tabloid has been my baby since 2012, and I've been wanting to promote this forever. And when Oski came on board, it actually, it actually made the show so much viable and 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 relatable to the masses. So, whatever you hear, whatever you know, whatever's coming in the future, you ain't leaving. I'm not going nowhere. This is where we at. So, what else is on Super Show? Um, this is the ending of the. the okay, we had. I didn't. I, I. I. didn't think it was a bad fucking match. I really thought that they put um Triple H and Sean actually put Undertaker over very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel bad for Taker. He looks so winded. He looks so like <laughs> Marty. The nice. <laughs> we need to get back into the DeLorean. We need to go back to 1996 he when was, all the wrestlers are back. Shout out to Rich Rich from Rageworks. He was the first one that put me onto it. He goes, "Does he look like Doc from fucking?" <laughs> Back to the future. Yes. <laughs> Especially now with the hairline. <laughs> We're going back to the future to make us relevant again. Let's go back to Dead Valley in 1946. 
Death Valley, whatever he's from. Where the fuck he's from? Kane comes in and is like, Kane, don't you have a town to take care of? Like, what the fuck? Let's go back in time before he became mayor. Exactly. (laughs) He's like, what the fuck are you doing here, son? All all Undertaker needs is Einstein and he'll be all right. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) He has a Kane mask. Oh, God. It's awful. But let's go back to the time Kane debuted at the Hell in a Cell match. But I must say, Triple H looked, Triple H looked good. Triple H could, um, yeah, Sean looked amazing, man. Triple H could, I man, think, good for him. I think with Sean also, I think uh, there was some timing issues there as well because there were some certain things that was missing mm-hmm. when in certain spots. All right. Um, but all in all, the match was about 25, 30 minutes long. They, 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 it went, them, it went deep. Damn, Tigger went, Tigger, Tigger went 30. Wow. Yeah. It's cra- yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. Good for him. They paced it really well. You had two vet, you had four vets in there. Yeah, they did. They know how to pace it. It was, it was good pace. Then at right. the end, everybody, oh, Tigger heel turn. <laughs> no, that's just Tigger being Tigger. That's, yeah, the, no, the brothers, that's, that's just brother's destruction being brother's yeah, exactly. destruction, man. No, that, that kind of is a heel turn. You think so? Because brother's destruction were always here, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, so, but, they, but they came in as heels. Yeah, but like Brothers of Destruction always were known as like. When the fuck was Undertaker supposed to be a fucking face? Like, it's just like he's a fan loved guy. Yeah, so that's assume, what it is. Know? That's like uh, you know, it is what it is. it's just basic. I hate Monday Night Raw. All right, guys. When we come back, we got wrestling rundown. To get, uh, we got to go through it quick too because yeah. So um, we're gonna go out. with Don't uh, worry. We'll we'll go out with this. Woo! Turn back on, Hosey. Why, look at what we have here, folks! This week's Wrestling Rundown. The mic is on. Wait for it. It's hot. I'm picturing like Grimace. Yeah, from McDonald's. The big purple chicken nugget of my son. God, if you don't fucking... That's our new theme. That's the official Turnbuckle Turd theme song. When somebody does some turd shit, it's just... <laughs> I'm just picturing a guy who's embarrassed by doing this in the studio, like, with the trombone, like, with the fucking trumpet. With the no, he's with Matt Hart. <laughs> He's mad hype about yeah. doing this. Oh, this is so god awful. <laughs> oh god. Turbo tabloids wrestling rundown, ladies and gentlemen. And this is Olsky's recommendation. <laughs> I love it. Uh, oh my god. So um. Wrestling Rundown, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, I am the Howard Stern of this segment to my Olski's Robin Ophelia Quivers. So, Olski, take it away. Well, we have some news here. We're, we're, we're going to run through this quick. Kevin Owens has uh, officially uh, announced an injury he has had. He has been having work. 
you just confirmed it to me last segment that it really was a thing. That's just me. You know me. I always say something's a work. You think that... I'm work! Not, I'm not going to say you... Th- He'll be back by Royal Rumble. Uh, yeah. He'll be back by Royal Rumble. But uh, Kevin Owens will be out having knee surgery. Uh, best wishes to you, brother. Four to eight months is the timetable. But Red, like like Red said, he'll be back in four, yeah. hopefully. Less than that, yeah. Less than that. Um, It's going to be... Uh, listen, Kevin Owens maybe needs this little time off to, to go come back and, you know... Yeah, he's been he's been bustling through fucking shit for a minute. Plus, he had nagging injuries for a minute. So, so he, exactly. So you know what? Uh, good luck to the surgery, brother. I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble. Next week is the amazing look, um, debut to NXT UK. Are you excited for it, man? Is it next week? Yes. Oh shit! The network will be debuting NXT UK. Uh, um, they, 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 they recorded at full sale and it's gonna be crazy. Like, I'm excited for yeah, it, man. That should be real dope. Are you hyped for your boy Pete Dunn? That's right. That's my bitch. Um, when it comes to you, to NXT UK, like, do you think it's gonna be a thing where we're gonna see NXT superstars on it or is it gonna be completely separate, like Raw and SmackDown? What do you mean? Like, do you uh, think NXT UK and NXT are gonna be like Raw and SmackDown that are separate or do you think they're gonna have intertwining roster members? It depends on, 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 um, who they wanna, who do they want to push on NXT over there for the crossover? But I think they really want to push the UK talent over there. Absolutely. That gives them a big chance to shine. And uh, By the way, do you know that girl? Do you see that, that wrestler Rhea Ripley? Yeah. Don't she look like Pete Dunne? Scary, yeah. She looks... A little bit. She looks like Pete Dunne. I was like, I don't want to fuck her. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to have sex with her. Yeah, it's weird. Um, It says here that... um. This is starting to become a interesting storyline here that supposedly multiple New Japan pro wrestling wrestlers are um supposedly joined together to jump ship to WWE or supposedly leave the Ring of Honor and other places because of the way they're treated at New Japan right now. What I said is new management or something. There's like new that. management, they don't yeah. like the way it's working. Um 2019 is going to be an interesting year. I really feel. I feel like we're, if, there, if there if there's one prediction you have for 2019, a very risky risky room um prediction, what would you would say happens in the wrestling world in 2019? Bullet Club invades um, WWE after WrestleMania. Right. WWE buys the Bullet Club um, mm-hmm. name brand. Yes. They buy the brand from New Japan. Right. Which they finally could close out. Uh, um, and New Japan starts their own new club. I think that's probably Cody, Omega, and the Young Bucks actually are on board to do it, to do an invasion type of program right i think they do it on raw i think cool. finn balor leads that shit no finn, no finn balor is hyped to see them mm. and they beat the shit out of him Oof. and it becomes like a whole Bullet club versus big, balor club yeah My that pre- would be the best booking for ever me right for, for me you know what's happening you know what happens in 2019 right. in nothing fa- <laughs> no, nothing <laughs> basically my prediction for 20- I like that firing squad for, for New Japan, though. I like firing That will be squad. taking over Ring of Honor yeah, exactly. instantly. My Ring of pre- Honor and New Japan, yeah. In 2019, we'll be seeing Impact Wrestling on the, the, the WWE Network. You see Impact and... Mm, that's interesting. Yep. Impact is being bought out in 2019. I'll tell you. They have nowhere... They, I mean, what are you watching it now? At, at Pop? Nobody can find that shit. Exactly. So, And um, they're at least going to merge. Impact... Something's going to happen with Impact and WWE, man. I just know it. I have a feeling. And the XFL is one more year closer to, to starting. No one cares. Oh, let's get ready to suck it. 
So it came to my light by Red here, the sexy individual, that uh, Saudi Arabia crown jewel might not be happening anymore. <laughs> you sing Davari's theme song every time we talk about Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Yo, every time him and Eugene fought, I was weak, son. <laughs> um, WWE's in a tough situation as... Um, there is um, a situation going on in Saudi Arabia where Washington Post co- columnist Jamal Khashoggi, sorry, I don't want to butcher his name. That's right, he tried. Who, um, he is, who is believed to have been killed at the direction of the Saudi Arabia. Oh, he's Arabia. a Washington Post? Yes. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's, he, mm. he has been killed at the direction of the Saudi Arabia Crown Prince on Tuesday. Um, for those of, I'm reading this off, uh, wrestlingnews.com, just to give them rep, because I, this is new to me. No, you have to, you have to do that anyways. So, um, you blame them if it's false. <laughs> right. Kashagi went into the Saudi consult, consulate and never came back Consul- out. Consulate. Sorry, I'm still learning. Right. <laughs> One, so people are saying that he's been killed and um, w, a WWE rep has said in a statement recently that we are currently monitoring the situation. If this seems to be true and they did kill the journalist, I'm assuming the Crown Jewel show will be canceled because they're not going to be doing that shit. Yo, if WWE does this and they if they do the show... And it's confirmed that he's dead. Oh my god! It's gonna be you bad. Don't know son. How bad is gonna? Well, be. they changed the venue. What do you mean? They changed the Saudi Arabia venue. What do you mean they changed it? They changed it to a smaller venue. They they changed it from a forty, I think a forty something, for um to a small. But it doesn't even matter. They changed it, it to a twenty five thousand venue. But it doesn't matter if they if they go with this. If they go along and it's confirmed that he's dead. Oh my god! I think the cost, the, the company's gonna be, be in bad water. They already stocks already hit a yeah, low stock with them is, yeah. because of this occurrence. Right. Imagine so, if they go with the show. Oh my god! But I'll be honest with you. If they go with the show, I think Russell's my protest and not wrestle that night. Yeah, possibly, yeah. There's, it's gonna be a big problem. Right, it's gonna be, and it's yeah because they already have a commitment with them. And the other thing is that what you call it. Um, can you imagine that WWE starts World War Three because of fucking this? Like, of and Saudi we'll cover Air. it live on Turnbuckle Tabloid. <laughs> World War Three. World War Three <laughs> wrestling, not what you're calling from WCW. This is what we're calling World War Three from motherfucking Turnbuckle Tabloid. War War Three, motherfucker. So, um, yeah, you know, but seriously, they, they really got to reconsider this because they, what, they have three weeks away for this shit. They might uh, uh, bring it to full cell, buddy. Exactly. <laughs> their bomb shelter. It's always going Bring it to their bomb shelter. Right, full sale. Everything is go back to full sale. Yo, yo, I'll tell you some, I'll, t- you know, I keep saying that people need to retire. You know who, you know who doesn't need to retire? You know who I love to death? Oh. My son, Chris Jericho. I'll tell you right now. Hold on. I'm who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. <laughs> oh, got you. Thank you. Chris Jericho this week attacked evil at New Japan Pro Wrestling, King of Pro Wrestling. Jericho, once again, in makeup and all that whole nine yards. Attacked, the spiel. The spiel. Can we just bow down and admit that Chris Jericho is probably one of the, be- the be- probably top three best performers of all time? But why should he retire? 
I said he's the one person I don't want to retire. Oh, okay, yeah. I keep saying that people need to hang it up. Yeah. He really doesn't. At his age, he's doing a wrestling first ever cruise. He's he's making monumental moments in New Japan Pro yeah, Wrestling no, no, right definitely. now. Yeah, definitely. Is he is he the best performer of all time in wrestling? Right now, of all time, he's. I, I think, right now, to be honest, I right now, uh, yeah, there can be an argument, and you know what? I think we should save it for cutting a promo probably next week or probably following. As um, next week, SmackDown memories because of SmackDown who is the better in modern age versus um history, the better seller of wrestling, Ric Flair or fucking Chris? Wow, Jericho. that what an argument! We need to get we need to get. But if boy. you want, get Josie Boy in this. Throw shit. fucking um Hulk Hogan in the mix. Oh hell no. You have to. You have to. Okay. In a modern day, yeah, definitely. I have come. I said that one. We coming for you, nigga. Like that one. I love how. I love how we can put that. But we can't say it. <laughs> That's always better. You should say it. We're coming for you, N word. <laughs> um, before we do Ross Spider review, if you were to give me just a few, I know we're running late, right? No, we're okay. Don't worry about it. If you were to give me a uh, um a, a paragraph per se of your initial thoughts of WWE 2K19, no review. No, if no for review, just give me like your first impressions and what you enjoyed so I'll far. I'm just saying it. in this phrase, I'm pleased. Really? Yeah. I'm are you pleased. are you having fun with it? Yes. That's the that's the main thing of video games. Are you having fun? Because that's all that matters. I could just leave it like that. I'm pleased. And you want to save it for the uh, review? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll give you mine right now in one in three words. It is fun. I'm just hoping that two or three months from now you're still playing it. Who me? Yes, I will. I hope so. Because, because you the, put it down after a month, like 2K, uh, 2K 18, 18, 17. I put it down in a month. You put it down in a month, Because yeah. there was nothing good about it. Yeah. This, yo, you this, fought to play it. This time I'm playing, and I'll tell you why I'm going to play long. I want to. I actually want to win that AJ Styles a million dollar challenge. <laughs> I see a lot of people that's doing the uh, a, on YouTube I'm and a, everything. Yo, Ray Mundo tried doing that shit, and he, he, he deleted the post. <laughs> why? Because he sucked. Everybody sucks on it. I think it's impossible. I went far. You know, you did pretty good. I yeah. did. I won three matches. Yeah, when we, when we, were, we were here. Yeah, I was bare bones, bro. Yeah, exactly. All I got to say, one, one point, one quick. I'm so happy with the Mortal Kombat Towers. Yeah, that is so That cool. shit is so fun, Yeah, man. it is dope, yeah. Different eras. We'll talk about that. Suck cock. Uh, I mean, whatever. Ross Smackdown Review. And I am a certified G and a bona fide stunt. And you can't teach that. Raw recap, and not the shitty one that someone bashed. <laughs> you know what fucking sucks? Everything. Everything. And and Raw. <laughs> like, what's good with you, man? Show opened up with Triple H and Shawn Michaels what's coming. Good you, what's good with you, bro? Show, Triple H and Shawn Michaels come out and reform D-Generation X. I popped. I did, too. I did pop. We, we were watching yeah, it. Yeah, me and Red pop. watched Raw together. I popped with it. It yeah. was cool, man. Um, oh, wait, wait. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, let me see if I can find it quick. Because I. Oh, oh here goes. Here. You respect who someone used to be. Sometimes you respect them for what they used to represent. And then it dawns on you that respect is no longer, no longer a two way street. You know, I don't know how many of you have had the opportunity to make the flight from Melbourne. Australia Undertake to a kill Chicago, fucking um, Sean's but hair. <laughs> he burned it. <laughs> it's a, a very alive match. It was his hair. Sit there and think. To think about the last eight and a half years. Eight and a half long years that I have sat there talking to Kratos. 
My word. I'm so jealous because I want to look like that. You want to be like Kratos, right? I want to like fucking Triple H with that shit. respect that never existed at all. When those wheels touched down in Chicago. Nobody can tell me that he does not look cool. He doesn't look what? He looks cool. Triple H. He looks great. He walked up to me, looked me in the eye, and said three words that I never, ever thought I'd hear again. Suck my dick. <laughs> Did someone say suck my dick? <laughs> Cookie Monster, I thought you was leaving. No, I heard I'm waiting dick. for my plane. I'm going. I called in. I've been listening to this show. <laughs> Sean, call me. Suck <laughs> cock. So, so gladly. <laughs> Yo. Sukaku game master. I hope people listen to Russell right now. This is the better part of the show. It, it's great. Um. So uh. <laughs> so DX. So DX reforms and it is announced that in Saudi Arabia. I hope not Saudi Arabia. Crowned Suck my dick. Did someone say cock? D Generation X will face Brothers of Destruction at in your house. Um, the, the the desert version. Yeah, in your house. I'm kidding. Uh, so, I crown jewel, but that is subject to change because we don't know if they're leaving or not. Also on Raw, we had, in no particular order, this is just how my shit is, so you guys go fuck yourselves. We had a battle royal of some sort, which me and Red loved. The guy we were talking about and cutting a promo, I fucking hated it. WWE's racist. That shit was great. That shit was fun. We had the whole United Nations in a battle royal with Baron Corbin. That's like having a Halloween party and then Baron Corbin shows up. It's like with no, with no costume. It's like, look at this lame. I, 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 I thought about the whole placement of the individuals for this. And I was like, something's going to happen. Right. And especially with the, with the prelude was the Heath Slater tease. Right. You go to Heath Slater. Right? Yeah. I thought it was until after a while you started watching. It's like, yeah, that guy's he's the- bald. <laughs> and he's kind of brolic. Yeah. Right? He's brolic and bald. Like, so the conquistador. <laughs> one. 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 <laughs> Conquistador one. <laughs> one. And Juan. Juan. Ah, ah. That's all you did there. Thank ah. you. Thank you. Turns out to be Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle is in the Crown Jewel Best in the World Tournament, the WWE Cup, World Cup, to determine the best fast food eater in the world. <laughs> John Cena was already in. John Cena was in because of his credentials. Ah. So now we have... The people in the, in the Crown Jewel match so far, which next week, SmackDown is going to be lit. Rey Mysterio versus Nakamura. We'll discuss that on SmackDown. That's a, that's a, that's a, that should be a really good I match. Really, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. So um, right now we have John Cena. We have um, uh, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle and Jeff Con- Hardy. Well, C- Kurt, Kurt. Fuck. It's all right. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, and Kurt Angle. So I guess we're going to have John Cena versus Kurt. SmackDown. Is it Jeff Hardy? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, yeah, yeah. Um, and then more. Well, we'll discuss that after. And just right now, so Kurt Angle is officially in. The Conquistador won. Um, congratulations, I guess. <laughs> uh, Ronda Rousey and the Bella Twins defeat the Riot Squad, and we get a heel turn. Heel turn alert. Heel turn alert. We should make drops for heel turn alert. Heel turn alert. <laughs> the Bella Twins turned heel on Ronda Rousey, which sets up for the main event of the And Evolution. once again, like I always say, Stevie Wonder could have seen that shit. Ray, uh, fucking Ray Charles saw it coming, and he's blind and dead. It was coming. Yeah. Um, what is it called? Uh, so then we have the... Um, so I guess the evolution review, we're going to have Nikki Bella versus Ronda Rousey in the main event. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? Um, 
Or really, who cares? But it was it was cool, whatever. Um, Bobby Lashley defeats Kevin Owens. Um, in Kevin Owens send off until he comes back from injury, which Leo Rush was on the mic the entire match, which is great. He which is the best, which is the best thing that apparently somebody said. You have Leo Rush on the mic being much annoying, dude. Honestly, that was the fucking point. Bobby Lashley does not work as a face at this point right now. You have a roster full of faces, and Bobby Lashley is not a guy to sell right. for heels. He's too much of a monster. Of course. Let's build a stable for fucking Leo Rush if you have him there. He's good on the mic. Right. Um, He's annoying. That's the point. That's the point. I, you know, Vince, Vince found money with, with Leo. Imagine, imagine a year ago, everybody was talking about, oh, he's going to get fired because his fucking tweets about fucking Emma. Please. They found gold with this kid. And he's a fucking great fucking wrestler. He is great. He's still on 205 Live too, which is cool. Like, he coincides with 205 Live in his wrestling and then he's exactly. like, the manager on non-raw. Come on. It works. It does work. Um, Finn Balor and Bailey defeat Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox. Once again, the mixed match challenge feud. This, this match has been happening for the past three weeks. They need to do more Finn, man. But will he will hopefully, like you said, you 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 think Finn Balor is gonna get a big comeuppance next year, right, Red? I think that it's coming. Somebody, somebody owed he made him. a deal with someone. Somebody owed him something, right? And, and his time is coming. We're waiting. We we wait. We waited for that WrestleMania demon fucking entrance. Something's coming for him. I don't know what it is. They owe him time. He's and he's such a good. Face for all the charities they want, all the stuff that they're doing, right? But they promised him something. Plus, he like listen. He 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 hasn't. I'm not gonna say that uh, I know too much, but I kind of know something. He has an apartment in Brooklyn. He comes in and out as much as he pleases, banging that girl from WWE, whatever it is, whatever, whatever the fuck. He's 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 living a life. He's got a, he's making good money, almost six figures. Who Finn? He knows what's up. He's, he's fine. making good money. Mm-hmm. He smiles, makes it happen, but Triple H loves him, loves him. I know because Triple H called me. He told me that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, but in all honesty, they, he's he's although he doesn't have the physique that Triple H, the, the, not Triple H, but WWE wants. He has the charisma. He speaks well. He's able to convey what they want. It's it's amazing. They promised him something, and I really think that he's gonna get it. Later on, maybe not this year. I mean, you never know. Like I said, with the, the Rumble, idea that Royal I Rumble said, winner this year, maybe, or like I told you, maybe that the idea that I said the earlier, with the Bullet Club Asia. and all that shit, maybe it happens. Yeah. And Ember Moon defeats Nia Jax via count out. Which did I, you see the way Nia tossed fucking um yeah, Ember Moon? It was like um a tornado. Yeah. yeah um, Nia Jax is turning heel <laughs> again. She's the big. Uh, I hate. I don't want to compare it to the big show because they're like you know. People are gonna say it's a weight thing, but right. she's gonna turn heel like she's turning fucking face and heel like the Big Show every fucking five minutes. Whatever, um, we'll see how that goes. Trish Stratus, Trish Stratus, and Lee to team up at Evolution. We, you know why? Because Bliss can't work. Because Bliss can't work. Because she's hurt. She's injured. Yeah. Yeah. So she's they, they they had to make it an attack. They had to make a tag And Mickey's gonna get most of the work that night. Yeah. And Alex is gonna gonna play as the scary. And she's gonna do the finish. What? She might get the finish. You think they're gonna beat Lee and Trish? Yeah. Right. Passing the torch. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Mickey's gotta retire soon, right? She's old, right? Leave my bitch alone. Don't. I love her. Man. Don't. You never, you never watched her porn yet. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, so Trish Stratus and Lita announced that they're going to be in a tag team match versus Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. Cool segment. Bobby Roode is going to turn heel on Chad Gable next week. The clock is ticking. Next. Um, <laughs> the clock is ticking. Next. Paul Heyman hypes triple threat match at Crown Jewel. Then we have Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre defeating the Shield. Much the needed. one time that when Heyman came out, I really didn't care. Who, Paul Heyman? Yeah. Who cares, man? Like, because it's not important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one time I didn't care. I didn't care. Right. That's raw. Um, after the Shield loses, Dean Ambrose leaves them, and then Drew McIntyre said some shit in the back during a segment. And it's like they're they're both gonna leave their their groups. Yeah, I can see that. And that's cool. Smackdown. Um, Smackdown recap. We had Jeff Hardy versus. <clears throat> Sorry. Loved. I loved Hardy's makeup. It freaked me out. I loved it. Like it had the head on the it side. It had three. It had three faces on right. it. That shit was so Super dope. Cool. It's great. It, if you had like a, a fucking 12K TV, if I was high, it like it'd be scary. <laughs> like, I'd be scared. Like, I'm on shrooms. It's I'm like, on whoa, shrooms right now. Whoa, whoa. I Am I on edibles right now? Does he have three whoa. eyes. Whoa. Um, so on SmackDown this week, we had a very interesting episode. We started off with Charlotte versus Becky Lynch, which ended in a great, great match. Once again, great finish. chopping and killing it up. Yeah. Spear, Charlotte, Charlotte Spears, Becky Lynch onto the, the, the screen. Both knocked out Colt. Announced that they will be facing each other at Saudi, at Crown Jewel. No, at, Evo- no, at Evolution. Evolution. In the first ever last woman standing match. That's going to be great. Oscar and Nikki Cross. Oh, that was a thing? Yeah, they did it in NXT. Oh, so why are they saying first ever? Probably on SmackDown's the first time they ever did. Mook. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, we had Jeff. Mook. Who did Jeff Hardy face this week? Oh, my God. We always do this. We always forget one person in the, in the fucking show. Jeff Hardy faced who for the fucking qualification match? Orton was against Big Show, and Jeff was against. Hold on, I, I could pull it up right now. Hold on. Um. Oh, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, yeah, right? Samoa Joe. Joe got injured supposedly he got injured during the match. We all know he's gonna beat the shit out of AJ Styles in that. He's gonna interfere that, that match between um, Daniel Bryan and the mid and, and AJ Styles. Mad quick son. Jeff Hardy advances. Jeff Hardy will be in the Crown Jewel tournament. Also on SmackDown, we had mo- we had the rest of the one night in Milwaukee, which nice rubber one night in China. Um, Aiden English, he's not going to survive by himself. It's not looking good for him, but that segment was cool. Um, Rusev is my guy, so uh, um, it turned out that um, turned out that the video was actually her saying that. Um, Aiden making the move and getting basically fucked. <laughs> not, not, not the way he wanted. He, he wanted to get in her pants. Yeah, yeah. And then he said the offer's still on the table. I like Aiden, man. I, I do, but I think, I think they could have let that story go out another two He should have been like, you want to see the rest of the video? It could have went another two right, weeks. Right. I, yeah. I thought the same thing. I thought yeah. the same thing. Also on SmackDown Live, we had, um, The Miz with Miz TV. We had, um, AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan, you know, them heating up for their, their match at, um, Crown Jewel, which, Really, I can't wait, man. But it's, it's, this is not the match we're gonna get though from them too. This is gonna be another a, a Miz and Daniel Bryan thing where it's gonna be quick live event crap. I know, but I also think that there might be a triple threat happening somewhere along I, the line. Of course, yeah. of course. Listen, the, if there's one thing I never worry about is the WWE Championship feuds on SmackDown. They're always great, and they're always gonna be great as long as the people are in the right spots. Also on SmackDown Live this week, we had. Um, did we have New Day this week? If you can't remember, who cares? The only thing I care about is the main event, which was Randy Orton and Big Show, which the Big Show returned for qualification. He looked good. He did look great. He looked man. great, man. It's good. crazy. I love the Big Show, man. Yeah, he he's a good. gamer. He, he he's he's been my he was my favorite as a kid. 
My two favorites when I was a kid was Big Show and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Where? Hey, you took a picture of the moon. I did take a picture. You, you need to post that picture. I did post a picture of Big Show. You should put it on Turbo Tabloid. I should. And I, t- I took a picture of Edge with the, holding his World Heavyweight Championship. You gotta put it on Turbo Tabloid. I will. To. I will. I'm gonna find all of them. I took a picture with everyone that night, day. I took a picture with Shane McMahon. It's so funny because the smile that I see that you do now is the same fucking smile with the gay. It's like that. <laughs> Goofball. <laughs> Yo, that World Heavyweight Championship was heavy, son. Edge let me hold it. I was, I was, like, my dick moved at age 12. <laughs> Randy Orton advances in the World Cup. And then we have one more announcement. Next week, we have SmackDown episode 1000, which we will, we will dedicate our entire episode to SmackDown stuff. Cause we love SmackDown. We, I, we, we love, love SmackDown. Even, even. I was a SmackDown back kid. Back even, back, yeah, exactly. I was even a back in the day, yeah. And the announcement next week, which we'll be getting, Rey Mysterio versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the crown jewel spot. That match is going be, to it be should be fucking lit. amazing. And this is Rey Mysterio's full time. They should be fucking going through it now. And this is Rey Mysterio's full time return. He's yeah. coming for the for the, for the long run for his yeah. last run, two yeah. years. Yeah, exactly. So let, let, cheers to Thank Ray. you, 2K19, for bringing that back. Yes, absolutely. And um, that's it. And it's time for me to tap out. All right. I'm not going to do the whole rundown because um, we got to go. go. But I am the king of talk style. I'm the king of jerks style. Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. And you know what? Moops, we out of here. Extra, extra, read all about it. Take a gander at Turbuckle Tabloid. Five, four, three, two, one. Great episode. Yes. Ignition. Lift off. Turnbuckle Tabloid.